0: When I walked in this morning and saw the flag was at half mast, I thought,
1: all right, another bureaucrat ate it. But then I found out it was Lil Sebastian. Half mast is too high. Show
2: some goddamn Gun- respect.
3: everyone welcome back this is uh episode 101 of uh Gundam at MHQ this is one of your hosts Neo and uh, of course I'm always joined here with Solbro and Chris guys say hello
4: what's up gang
3: Yo. it's very interesting now it's a little bit more difficult to uh do with uh, the three digit numbers uh, of course uh, we celebrated uh episode 100 uh, about two weeks ago and uh, it's It's odd though. We just recorded, and it seems like um, it's been such a long time since we recorded. So
2: I know, and you know, Um, I gotta say, uh, we gotten some some very good feedback on the forum. um, But I know there's a lot of people complaining that uh, our voices sounded off. So I gotta say, Solbro, I've told you time and again not to skimp out on adjusting the sound levels. What What were you thinking? (laughs) I had to get
4: the episode out, man. We just had to we had to roll it as is. (laughs) We recorded so late.
3: But. I, I I was actually suffering from uh Hungarian flu, so that's why I sounded the way that I did, so I'd like to apologize to everybody that I sounded
4: so <laughs> awful. I thought it was Canadian flu. <laughs> no. Also, uh no. I,
2: I, I was surprised to see that um in the discussion thread, that uh, our pal Jackman has taken up a new cause to defend. Perhaps uh, that series that shall not be named has has run its course and he's become tired of it. So, uh, Pedro uh, commented that on Chaos Theater that um, we were recording that uh, he's become the Ava Evangelist, or if you will, the Evangelist. <laughs> evangelist? So. Evangelist. <laughs> so I'm officially adding that as his second uh, honorary uh, hopeless knight title.
3: You know, and it's interesting too because he goes by um, your—he goes against your your favorite uh, doctrine. Just because it makes a lot of money doesn't mean it's good.
2: So, jab <laughs> defender of blank, I now dub thee. The Evangelist. The, with are, are all you, the rights and honors there, too.
3: Are, are you changing his title on Mecha Talk now to
2: that? <laughs> too, too, too lazy to bother.
3: Oh. A, lot
2: of, a lot of clicks in the admin menu. It's not worth it. <laughs> oh, Plus, man. I'm sure he'll go back to defending that other thing soon enough.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he will. So. Ha- hashtag defend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, his, is that like his uh, new Twitter thing for him or something or hashtag uh, defend?
4: That's it. That's it, man. Uh, <laughs> that's his equivalent of dropping the mic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Supposedly. All right. Thanks. Yeah.
3: So it was. Yeah. It was great to get episode one hundred out of the way. So uh, and to goodbye, get that,
2: Evangelion.
3: Yeah, get that. Yeah, get that review out of the way too. People never thought we would do it, but um, we did. We there done did it. We done did it. It's in the can. It's in the can. All right. um, Well, in this episode, uh, this is actually going to be a double shot of Gundam Age generation two we're going to be wrapping up the uh, second generation from epi- we're going to be doing reviews from episodes 21 to 28 and uh, so if you love your Gundam age this is the one to uh to listen to but before we get to that we're gonna if to be- you
2: don't it's the one to listen to
3: <laughs> that too <laughs> but i i guess we can only go net down now since we uh you know did the did the did the review of the show that everybody the, always the
2: the the ultimate anime series of all time Yes. god's
4: gift anime yes <laughs>
2: Literally, God's Literally. in His heaven; all's right with the world. <laughs>
4: <Yep>. Nerve approved.
3: Because <laughs> all all that stuff is in, in all the holy texts. Everything that was covered in that uh in, in the in that show, you know, with the giant robots and the monsters of the week, they're all in there. Read Deuteronomy. <laughs> <laughs> Deuteronomy <laughs> or the biggest?
2: Oh, I thought it was in Sinjiamy. yeah yeah. <laughs>
3: Maybe, but maybe uh, it
2: was the the book of the sundere I don't. know. I forgot which one that. Oh.
3: There we go. Enough <laughs> of that, though, because um, well, I mean, it's a great segue because in generation two we have uh, the replacement of uh, the you know the the 2000s Gendo Akari. We'll be doing. Uh, flit asano you know because he was such a bastard in this generation too so we'll we'll definitely be covering that in our reviews but before that we're going to be doing some uh some news here and uh this is uh from the news listener submitted news article thread in the mecca talk forum in the gundam section and the first one here comes from uh, vent noir and uh this is actually some uh some good news um Code Geass, the new OVA series. It's got to be four episodes. So uh, definitely check that out. Um, and uh, I do believe that courtesy of another, because it's the way they posted this um and it's this is from wielder the actual date of the first episode's been set for august 4th so definitely uh it's gonna be about 50 minutes each of the episodes so uh they're gonna be doing some theatrical runs before they come out on blu-ray on a quarterly schedule starting Guess they
2: like that unicorn money and want to uh rinse and repeat uh, the formula
3: <laughs> yeah can't wait for that because um, keep, keeps you so involved right Yes. so We can look
2: forward to each episode of this new Code Geass OVA being worse than the last. Ouch. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> and, well, that's, that's, that's a good segue because uh, ENA Dude has uh, posted up. There's a, there's a trailer, a second trailer for uh, Gundam Unicorn Episode 5. And uh, I saw it. I don't know if you guys saw I'm sure you did. but uh, I watched
2: uh, the, the eight-minute dub preview. Yep. yep.
3: And you see the uh, Eternal Captains in there. And nice. in the uh, the cool Lando Bell uniform, and I, uh, is that Kai that's in there? Does he show? Yes, it is.
2: Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely, it is indeed the the most awesome journalist of all time. Ever. Hell yes, man! <laughs> Next to me, of course.
4: Wearing serious seersucker suit, man.
3: <laughs> you're, you're you're a true Gundam hero. That <laughs> <laughs> one's uncannoned pilots when he's uh, you know muck muck raking. Yep. <laughs> Call him Space Coljack. <laughs> Space Larry King. Nice. But uh, thank you, Mr. Innate Dude, for that and uh, all those interested in Gundam Unicorn. I, I know it's hard to remember because <laughs> it seems like it came out like three years ago. But uh, <laughs> definitely check that out. And um, next one here is from Dolo. And uh, looks like there's uh, continued, uh anybody that's interested in Yu-Gi-Oh! and stuff, uh, it looks like uh, their Yu-Gi-Oh related assets have been sold to a company called kids Co. Media, which uh, I guess is somehow tied to the old Saban Capital How Group.
2: How sad for Four Kids! I shed, <laughs> I shed tears for them.
3: Yeah. So um, they were sold. It was sold for about ten million dollars because we know uh, Four Kids has been having some issues, uh, i.e., bankruptcy. So they're kind of shedding some of their assets. Assets. Uh, so. Um, you know, all those interested in you go. Well, at least you know that the uh, the stuff might have a future. So uh, thank you, Dolo, for your submission. Unlike sh- Gundam. Oh, man. <laughs> Unlike Gundam. Uh, next one here is from Wielder. And uh, this is off the Anime News Network, one of Chris's favorite sites. Great, uh, great articles on here. Very well written some of these articles, and, and hardly ever biased. Um, uh, th- this one, is, there's a new Gundam entertainment complex uh, that's in Japan, you know, when they rebuilt the 1-1 uh, RX-78-2, and they've uh, posted a video up here showing you, like, you know, all the little Japanese girls dressed up in the pink Federation uniforms, and uh, there's a 16-meter-wide 16, mi- 16 Heirspout Harris- Hemispheric Dome Theater,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and-
3: of course, you can get uh, souvenirs such as Gundam mugs and cookies. wonder what cookies those would be. Um,
2: I've had Gundam cookies.
3: Do they, have, are they, do they have salt, though? That's the only thing I'd want to know. Because <laughs> no,
2: they did not have salt. It's
4: because they ran out, right? We need
2: yeah, that, Captain. Yes.
4: Did they taste like angst?
2: <laughs> they tasted like cookies. Oh. But they came in RX-78 and Zaku-2 Commander shapes. Oh,
3: man. And there's Gundam lattes. You ever have one of those, Chris? A Gundam latte with your Gundam cookies?
2: No, because a friend of mine, she went and saw the Gundam three years ago. So she bought a tin of Gundam cookies and brought them back for me. So she did nice. not bring a latte.
3: So didn't bring a, it would have been cold by the time it got to Miami, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it would have been seized by TSA. Liquids terrorists! <laughs> Strip search!
3: To Guantanamo with Guantanamo. you. Guantanamo! <laughs> There's also Gunpaw Yaki, which is pastry stacks in the size and shape of the very first Gundam plastic model filled with bean paste, cream, or other fillings, as mm. well as extra long churros. Oh, man. Beam churros, churros sound good right now. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, he, you just need to go down the street in Miami to get some churros, but they don't come with beams. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I guess these are going to look like uh, the the, Gundam, uh, the Gundam's beam savers. So it opened on the seventh floor of the Dive Diver City Tokyo Plaza in the Obadiah Island next to the Gundam statue. It's about 13 bucks U.S. to get in there, so um, you know definitely check that out if you have uh, any uh, chance of going into Japan this year. And it also uh, there's other things in there. Um, it's like a shopping plaza, so, uh, and it's also, this area is where Japan's first Old Navy clothing store will open. Sorry we gave you that, uh, Japan. Oh. Don't, don't hate us. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Mr. there for your submission. Um, I just want to let everyone know that uh, in regards to uh, news stories, uh, since we did episode 100 and we've done everything we could about Ava, there's no need to do any Ava news stories because I'm not going to read them. Oh, but this one is so awesome no it's not <laughs> no,
2: move on move on there's other things
3: Aww. we'll yeah, there's other things more important like the Macross. do you remember love love hybrid pack and there's a trailer online and this is coming from dolo again and he posted up a um a link to this and it's going to be a playstation game and it looks pretty cool and uh, there's all it's uh going to have, uh, it's a much-anticipated Blu-ray release of Do You Remember Love, which would be awesome to see on Blu-ray, and the latest uh, PlayStation 3 Macross flight action game. So uh, there's now, a trailer on the link that Dolo has here, so definitely check that out. And even though it's uh, a YouTube trailer, it looks pretty good still.
2: <laughs> I don't know if uh, if anyone posted this to the news thread, and if so, uh, I'm browing it because we're already mentioning Macross. But, sobering uh, it, huh? Yeah, soul sobering <laughs> it. Uh, I just, we tweeted on uh, MHQ you some news the other day that uh, Macross 7 Blu-ray is also in the works. Wow.
3: Nobody nobody mentioned that. Um, So that's... uh, Man, that's breaking news, Chris. Wow. Look at you.
0: That's
2: (laughs) what I do.
3: That is what you do. Literally. I would be... Kai would be proud. So, um, thank you, Dolo, for your submission. The next one here is from Nasty Nate, and um, uh, well, we, we, me, and Chris call him Funimation, but some, some of us call him Foodimation. <laughs>
2: foodimation, yes, no doubt. The illustrious <laughs> uh, Foodimation. Oh boy, uh,
3: they've acquired the new Eureka Seven. Uh, show so definitely s- start seeing those videos being pumped out. So thank you, Mr. Uh, Nasty Nate, for your submission. Next one here is from Vent Noir, and uh, this is from the Anime News Network. And for all you model builders out there, there's the second Gunpla Builders World Cup competition that's mm-hmm. going to take place in the Gundam Front Tokyo Entertainment Complex, right where the um, right where that store is that we talked about in the earlier. Um, earlier news article. And that's
2: sponsored by Funimation? Uh,
3: no. No, this is probably sponsored by Bandai and and, and probably just Bandai. Uh, representatives of 13 countries or areas will compete in this year's competition. Japan, Italy, Australia, Singapore, Malaysia, the Philippines, Indonesia, North America. is That's a country? North America's a country? Uh, China, South Korea, Taiwan, Hong Kong, and Thailand. <laughs>
2: I didn't know U.S. Didn't, just, didn't you know Ron Paul's been talking about it, man? The 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 Amero, man. The money oh. for for the combined mega country of the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. Don't Sorry. you keep up on your conspiracy theories, man? <laughs> I, I, haven't you I, traded in your dollar bills for your Ameros?
3: No, no, not yet. I, did, I didn't know we were supposed to. So
2: haven't you traveled along the super highway to link all three countries?
3: <laughs> no, not yet.
2: Well, clearly. To. You're you're behind on the news, buddy.
3: Oh man. That Ron Paul, he's the future of the country there. What's back to the past with the boldly
2: forward into the past. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and uh it's just like uh, the competition they had last year they're going to have two classes there's going to be an open course which is available for contestants uh age 15 and older and a junior which will be for contestants or 14 and younger so um i i guarantee the the kids that are younger are going to the, the they'll they'll be the better uh, builders cuz that's just the way it's it's supposed to work right just like when they pilot uh yes. the japanese regional finals will have three stages of judging beginning in may um so yeah i mean that's that's pretty cool so um, Um, You know, I guess if you're able to do something like that and uh, think you have the chops to be uh, a Gunpla builder and win the World Cup, uh, you know, I'd definitely check it out. You got
2: what it takes. Level four Gundam. 20 (laughs) hours. (laughs) <laughs> level level two, 5 Gundam, three days. <laughs>
3: <laughs> level 1 <laughs> Gundam, 45 minutes.
2: <laughs> level, level 6 Gundam, 27 hours, even though I put the Epion's power cable on its head. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so um, definitely check that out, and thank you, uh, Mr. Vent Noir, for your submission. And the last one here is actually from uh noir again and this is from the uh, anime news i think network. someone's
2: uh, trying to uh gun for your job here
3: i guess so maybe oh. um i don't i don't know if he's got the abilities and skills that these I, these,
2: these young bucks you know they they want to climb up they think they can just take everything that they want
3: yeah yeah we, we see how well piers morgan's done replacing uh, larry king hasn't <laughs> worked out too well has it no Can't, i'm unreplaceable uh this is uh this is a Gundam poll that was uh done from the Gundam info portal site and uh it asks fans to name their favorite teams of former rivals throughout the Gundam franchise. So who do you think was uh number three?
2: Gato and Co.
3: No. Gundam,
2: <laughs> Gundam
3: Meister and Graham. I guess it means Gundam Meisters. They twelve uh, percent of the respondents. Said the Gundam Meisters and Graham. What about number four? Think, um, think uh, glasses.
2: Igloo Nazi and (laughs) um, Zaku pilots. Uh,
3: Sorry, none of the Zaku pilots or Igloo Nazis made uh, this. uh, This is uh, number five. Is going to be Jamil and Lancero. Actually, uh, there's there's seven listed here. uh, Domo and the Gundam Alliance, which it's the Shuffle Alliance. So. Uh, thanks, Anime News Network, for uh, doing this. Uh, number six is uh, Asamu and Z Heart, which, really? That's that's above Domo <laughs> and the Shuffle Alliance. That's what's uh, hot, and-
4: man. That's what's hot in the streets. Because the Johnny Come Latelys.
3: <laughs> yeah. Number five, of course, is Jameel and Lance Rowe. Number four is Zex and uh, the Gundam Boys, uh, the Wing Boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, number three, of course, was the Meisters and Graham. Two, oh, man. This is going to put a big smile on, on uh, Jabman, Kieran, Atherin. Oh, it just says Gundam Seeds. Uh, I, I guess they don't talk about uh, the others. The, the,
2: the, the one that's up. not going to be mentioned by anyone. Yeah. Five and years ago, course. they would have been number one.
3: <laughs> and of course, uh, with 46% of the vote, number one is Sharon Armuro during Zeta. So uh, that's, that's a should yeah, as it should be. <laughs> so, thank you, Mr. Vent Noir, for your submission. And uh, if anyone out there has any news articles, always go to the Neo's Listener Submitted News Articles thread in the Mecha Talk form in the Gundam section. So, uh, guys,
2: anything no, you want? No, el- no love for, for, uh, for Shiro and Aina or Bernie and Young Asian Boys? <laughs> no, it didn't have them on there. They, so they didn't rank?
3: It didn't rank. It, it only had the top seven, so it, it didn't go through the complete uh, all the voting. So hmm, that would be uh, that would be interesting. Or what um, are some? Uh, oh, uh, Co and Kelly. That's a great team up. Co <laughs> oh, and Kelly. I
2: wouldn't exactly call that a team up because the team up <laughs> came before the rivalry. Yeah, yes, I guess backwards. So.
4: But it's oh that music.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I can't I can't scrub that out my brain. Oh, my <laughs>
2: Let's move on. Yes.
3: Anything else before we uh, go to? finish up gundam age generation two anything else guys
0: no no we no. don't.
3: no straight talking no Solbro bro uh, guarantees not at okay. the moment okay good there i will guarantee there are no Solbro bro guarantees in this segment
2: <laughs> all right yeah, you would <laughs> and you can only say that at the very end
3: <laughs> i can only say at the very end and now i must very much uh, hurry up to get this segment over with mm-hmm. uh, so we'll be right back you're listening to gundam at
0: mahq
1: You're taking this extremely well. Taking what extremely well? That I'm here.
0: I don't give a goddamn if you're dead. Or time traveling or the
1: ghost of Christmas past.
0: All I care about is this whiskey. So bottoms up,
2: get the hell out of my house. Whee!
1: Chaos Theater! My
2: phone just exploded. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's how bad we're talking right now. <laughs> That's how it's <much> shit. <laughs> um, let's see. I would like to release a really good Gundam game for once in Soul Bro's life.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> just for him. <laughs> just for him, though. I mean, although, the, I mean, he has a PS3 now. He could have gotten 0081 already. He could have. If he really wanted if he re- if he was really a Gundam fan like I was. Yeah.
4: Well, well, I, I guess I'm just not that much of a Gundam fan. Yes, not. <laughs> not.
1: I guess not. I think I'll come up with a Gundam game with all of Sobro's heroes. Oh, 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 you <laughs> did. oh my God! You <laughs> As did. As the main like expendables. Yes, like They're like disposable. Disposable. Life Led by King Arthur.
2: Yeah. Sir Argon. No, be
1: Sai, be Sai Kazui. He <laughs> A little Emma. D.K.
4: Oh my God. A little
1: Emma, and they'll and they'll get all the worst mobile suits. Especially, they'll be green, they'll be red. They'll be the colors that explode. It's only it's only the grunt suits. The grunt suits. They'll be the ones that explode as soon as you start the match. <laughs> <You're> the worst. <laughs> you are the worst. But you know what's gonna sell so much in Japan?
4: Oh no doubt, because I'm, I'm sure my taste will go to gravitate towards them all day.
1: <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be going, why didn't I do this before? <laughs> Okay, so, we got a lot more to cover, so we have to move on. <laughs> Look, people, this is chaos! Greetings, I am Andrew Cook, the host of Pretentious Internet Theater. Each month, I bring you the finest in literature that internet fan fiction has to offer. Join us, won't you,
2: at tinyurl.com slash pitpodcast.
1: Remember... There is much drama on the internet, but only the best makes pretentious internet theater. Hey, man, is that Gundam? Come yeah, out! We'll turn it up, man.
2: to Gundam at MAHQ. We're going to jump in now to some reviews of Gundam Rage, and we're going to split it up just for the sake of our own voices in two segments. So we're going to do first 21 to 24. Yay. So we're going to start again. We're going to do very brief summaries here with episode 21, Phantoms in the Way. So Asamu is doing all of these uh, simulations with good old balloons, which we haven't seen since the UC days.
3: Mm-hmm. This one's a real rock.
2: but uh they're not good enough and he hears about a special uh pilot test that uh, his pappy developed to train new pilots and it tests for x rounder aptitude so of course he enthusiastically takes the test and he excels in everything except x rounder where he gets a d for dumbass (laughs) Uh... so he's in a funk about that and um wolf says hey i'll take you somewhere where you can forget your sorrows which leads you to think that he's got something else entirely in mind <laughs> <laughs> but this isn't that kind of show
3: yeah i was expecting the, uh, the space brothel <laughs> that or some cd bar
2: <laughs> yeah a cd bar where you'll find some pretty blonde guy in glasses talking about how some kid died because he was a punk <laughs> and then you approach for a job <laughs>
4: All all the while sipping his uh, scotch.
2: (laughs) So anyway, Wolf takes him to the Madorna workshop Mm -hmm. where Madorna does not seem to have um, aged at all. And um, his wife uh, is a a bit older and milfier. Mm -hmm. And they have a son named Roddy who teaches Asimu a very special lesson, capitalized. (laughs) Should be your own man and... Be good at the things that you can do.
3: It's a very special episode of Gundam Age.
2: Today's ABC After School Special.
3: <laughs> it's an episode that parents, kids, and their parents should watch together.
2: Unfortunately, uh, Asamu does not learn the lesson. Yeah. <laughs> or <No.
4: laughs> right, slow on the update.
2: <laughs> uh, meanwhile, on the Diva, we're introduced to a new character, a cutesy little mechanic named. Remy Ruth, and uh, we see quite clearly that uh, O'Bright immediately has the hots for her. Oh, yeah. That's something you're going to be seeing. And then at the end of the episode, after Asimov gets back, Flit breaks the news. I mean, Gendo breaks the news (laughs) that Eva's trip to Earth is being canceled because they've intercepted Vagan Intelligence that they're going to have a big attack on Big Ring.
0: Oh no, not
3: Big Ring. Yes.
2: So there ends that episode. So um Neo, why don't you give us your your thoughts on this?
3: Greatest episode ever. Um awesome. I you know. <laughs>
0: no,
3: I I I it's uh it's a good episode. Um it gets a little annoying with Asomo's kind of bitchiness, but uh we get to see some cool things with uh, Mardana and you know all the, see that he's still up to his Old shenanigans, and um, but that yeah, the whole thing with the kids was a little too long, and um, you know it's like, oh, you don't have to be better than your dad; you can just be the best of you. And it's like, oh my God, really? Um, so I know this uh, this is against all rating um, conventions now because either th- everything's either got to completely suck or be the best <laughs> ever. So I would give this a a three and a half. Um, three and a half what uh, out of five three and a half um special very special episodes um out of five so um yeah not not too much here i i do like i do like the fact that uh wolf is trying to mentor him him and try to get him out of his funk, but you know this kid this kid's just hard headed and uh the, the, getting the d for dumbass really uh, really affects him as as we <laughs> see it really makes him a retard for uh later on in some of the other episodes so
2: okay so bro
4: um i i like this episode i I thought it was a nice character building episode for awesome uh meeting roddy was pretty cool um being that i i I didn't expect those two to have a kid but it looks lo and behold they did and their kid turned out to be really cool and the fact that him and awesome kind of uh had Mm. a kind of rapport was 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 nice to see and um i like the advice roddy did give awesome uh although he was a little slow to 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 digest that advice a little slow a little whole lot slow but um it just sometimes <laughs> sometimes talent skips a generation um no no <laughs> spoiler alert but uh <laughs> But uh awesome is in the sh- is is in the very big shadow of his father and he's so there's something he has to deal with in this series. And it's good to see him process that and um it, I think it helped him make him a, a better man eventually. But um as for what I would rate this episode, I give it about uh, uh I guess three I would be with Neo, three and a half different strokes out of five. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Um I thought it was a decent episode. You know, the obviously this being aimed at a younger audience, when it comes to the writing, you're not going to find much subtlety. Mm-hmm. So there literally is zero subtlety in the whole, you should be good at the things that you can do because, you know, there's stuff that my dad can do. But then there's stuff that I can do that he can't. So be your own man.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Strike out, man
2: yeah so there is that but uh yeah i like the rapport that they had and uh obviously this this kid roddy he's he's got his uh, his shit together but uh clearly Asamu does not so i will give this episode three and a half the more you know <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 boom. yes
0: it's
3: the psa episode
2: <laughs> indeed well, so that brings us to episode 22, Big Ring Absolute Defense Line. Hell Speaking yes. of lack of subtlety. No doubt. Age <laughs> does not leave any subtlety at all with um, its, its episode titles.
4: You know what the episode's about as soon as you see the title. <laughs> it spells it out for you. It's half
3: the story. Why? You think that they're going to defend Big Ring on this one?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't okay. know. Let's so see. The, uh, the Vegans, they jump out and they attack Big Ring. With uh, a bunch of ships and everything, and lots of mobile suits, and it's a uh, big giant battle. And you have um, finally the most important thing about this episode oh. we've been waiting for for quite a while: the rematch between Flit and Desil. Oh boy! So Desil, you know, being defrosted and crazier than ever. <laughs> he's got a fancy shiny new mobile suit the chronos whereas flit is in the downgraded you could say age one flat which is just um the age one but without the age systems so doesn't have a little glowy thing on his chest mm-hmm. but uh boy does flit spank his sorry ass so hard with a 25 year old mobile suit <laughs> it's almost sad
4: yeah like he had one arm tied behind his back <laughs>
2: It's almost sad how, how much Decile sucks and how he gets his ass raped for the second time in 25 years by the same mobile suit. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that's powered down, like you said. It's not only 25 years old. It doesn't have the age system anymore, so it's just a normal Not that suit. that makes
2: much difference in its combat performance, but still. Yeah. like it doesn't even have all of the junk that it had before. And this is the vanilla age, not even the, uh, yeah. the Spallow.
4: Oh, yeah, that's right. The Gundam Ninja.
2: A <laughs> uh, cool moment in this episode when, uh, when that fight starts off and uh, Flit asks Wolf and Asimu to shoot him. Yeah, that's and right. Like, and they're like, what? <laughs> 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 but they do it anyway. And then he times it perfectly so that he jumps out right as desil is jumping in and desil gets hit by the attack that was just perfect that was
4: insane (laughs) but he's that good you can see that the pilot has has exceeded the suit yeah which which is fantastic
2: and it shows you that flit is that good of an x-rounder that he can use it tactically to give orders to other people to compensate for their lack of x-rounderiness wow
3: And it makes you wonder, why isn't he in the front lines more?
2: <laughs> no, it makes you wonder why he isn't in the age, too. <laughs> exactly.
3: Because <laughs> you're sitting there and you're like, man, it took the fact that the the, the Vegans are basically at Earth's door to get this guy to, to come out. And then he's raping people in a 25-year-old suit. And you gave the super advanced suit with the age system to his his D, his D grade son. I mean,
0: come on,
4: <laughs> D grade. Hey, yeah, he's D grade. D class.
2: Damn. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I guess Asimu then has something in common with uh, the Frost Brothers being Category F.
3: <laughs> well, he's got he's got that, but you know, he didn't become Which, like them. It's Cold kind blood. of
2: amusing since there's a guy introduced in this episode whose name is Frost. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> but I will get to that in a second. So this episode also introduces us to some of the biggest freaking losers ever in Gundam. Oh. The Magicians 8. Nice. Who are a squadron of elite X-Rounders using slightly repainted versions of Decile's suit from 25 years ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
4: so <laughs> different was flying antiques then who talk mad junk mm-hmm.
0: well uh, we'll get to that
2: later because they don't they don't do any of that here in this episode because you just yeah. see their suits so they managed to destroy lots of grunts but uh flit uses his tactics to help counteract their abilities so one last thing i want to mention in this episode um rather interesting comment at the beginning that um zahart makes saying that Kant told him that x-rounders are not the evolution of humanity. But rather a regression back to animal instincts.
0: Yeah, that mm-hmm. was
2: is kind of interesting because you know the um, the gimmick special power in any given Gundam universe is always presented as
3: the next step
2: the next type of humanity. Until yeah. of course, you know, with the exception of the end of Gundam X where it's like, no, new types are just weirdos. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So
2: I think it's interesting that in age, they're, they're saying, I mean, we don't know if this is true, and this is just Kant's propaganda or cultish wackiness mm-hmm. that has yet to be seen, but uh, it'd be interesting if x vulnerability is not a step forward, but is actually a step backwards. So I'd like to see if that's something that they follow up on, but given how long ago it was said, I'm sure it'll probably just be forgotten. Oh. <laughs> so, Sobro, your your comments
4: well i mean it, it was a it was a pretty epic battle in this episode it was nice to finally see a battle of this size i i i knew it eventually it would it would ramp up to this stage more i guess more so like the uh the stage of uh fights in the uc and it was it was finally good to see that um i was i was <laughs> that flit's whole return to the battlefield was just a was something to marvel at especially how he punked vessel my god <laughs> and just his tactics and just it makes you wonder why he's not in the age two uh what what, (laughs) as much as i like awesome it's like dude you you might as well just trade suits because your father's the man (laughs) but um uh, i do like at the end where flit chastises awesome about um the fact that he could have been more efficient I mean movement? how he gandos
2: him? Yeah. If you've been more efficient, <laughs> you could have shot down four more mobile suits. Yeah, it
4: it, 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 it kind of reminded me of uh, the, the, the report between Bright and Amuro, how Bright would know, tell Amaro. The you got to be more improve. efficient
2: with the Gundam.
4: Yeah, exactly. Instead of just just, just gallivanting. <laughs> Stop relying on its ability. <laughs> and just be smart while you're inside of it, like your father is inside of a 25-year-old well, suit.
2: <laughs> I mean, it, it, he does kind of have a point, though, because you see even Wolf... Uh, too when 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 Flit is fighting, they're mm-hmm. both just floating there, dumbstruck.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it actually kind of reminded me of in Destiny when um, oh god, I said it.
4: Oh oh,
2: <laughs> in Destiny, <Marks> you <laughs> yeah. When uh, when they're trying to take down Unias Seven and Shin sees uh, Izak and and Diarca and athren fighting, and he's mm-hmm. just floating there, dumbstruck, like this is how veterans from the last war fight.
4: <laughs> yeah uh i guess it's a it's, it's a kind of a culture shock or a a, a, a a just just you know just just that uh or that realization
2: awesome, the shock of i suck so much more than i even thought before this yeah it,
3: but I'm, it's like it, it's bad enough that i'm i'm getting down on myself by being flitz kid but <laughs> i just saw how awesome this guy is
2: <laughs> With it's a twenty five like, year old mobile suit that all, I just used a little bit ago but couldn't even do that stuff. The it's like look, mm-hmm. it's
3: like all all the stories that I heard were not only untrue, true, they were better. He's <laughs> actually better than
4: what was being said. It's like it, it's like Michael Jordan's son trying to be Michael Jordan. It's not yeah. possible. <laughs> He just got to deal with being in that man's shadow for the rest of your life. That's just how it is. But you know, at least he got to see it. <laughs> at least he got to see it and know that it, there is there there there's levels beyond him. So uh it's just another coping mechanism he's going to have to you know, he's going to push on through. But um it was a good episode. Uh if I was to give it any kind of rating, I'd definitely give it for uh, <laughs> four Decel, Decel defeats out of five all right Neo
3: yeah it was uh, it was good I mean anytime you have a big action episode it's great but I mean the, when when you're sitting there watching it and it's like you said Chris you just know you're like oh he's coming he's coming oh he just got in and the you hear, co- you,
2: hear <laughs> you hear the the Flint theme song the original yeah, it, theme song hell yes of his yeah. and it's like oh you, you, you know that uh, some anal disruption is coming
3: well it, the thing is, it's like okay, I want to see, I want to see how good he is, you know, because you're thinking, okay, he's he's 25 years older. It doesn't seem like he's he pilots that often. Maybe he's still got skills, but he might be rusty on some things. No, no, the guy's not rusty. He's better. He's, <laughs> I mean, like you said, <laughs> even Wolf is like amazed, and Wolf fought with him in the previous war. Oh yeah, <laughs> so he should be used to this, and. Uh, yeah, you just sit there and you're like, man, Earth Federation, why, why is he, why are you wasting the money on the age two <laughs> on his dumb son? Degrade, degrade, awesome. I mean, yeah, but it, it was good and um, yeah, it, it, the the magicians ate. They annoyed the hell out of me, even though they didn't do much. And of course, they get their. Uh, <laughs> they get we'll we'll their get to, we'll
2: like, to that in a little
0: bit. But and
3: uh, of course, Dessel... Oh man, how many times are you gonna get defeated, dude? Before you just realize that it ain't gonna <laughs> <Yes>. happen. <laughs>
2: you're not, you're not as awesome as you think you are. Yeah, I mean, he's just sitting there, and he's just like, "Oh,
3: I'm gonna this time. I'm gonna take him down. I'm gonna get you, Flit. And it's just like the look on Flint's face when the guy <laughs> shows up, and he's just like, "Oh man, not this dude again. Really,
4: I'm gonna have to waste my time on this. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm call Dessel Mech Loki from here on out." <laughs> No, because Loki's awesome. Loki's awesome. He's not Peck Loki.
3: Oh. No. This guy's just such a chump. He's he's Jared esque. <laughs> he, he he is well, the, he is the they, definition. They're both of alike
2: in that um they're they're both guys whose reach exceeds their grasp.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, Oh, uh, but uh, yeah, this is this...
2: made all the more amusing by the fact that adult Flit is played by the guy who did Jared and Zeta. <laughs> oh,
3: <laughs> and like you said, with, not only is foot awesome, but because of his uh, X rounder abilities, he's able to start barking out orders. And it's like all these chumps, like the 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 loser wolf squad, like all those re- rejects are sitting there actually fighting pretty well. you because you're thinking it's like I was thinking when this episode began. I'm like, Rich, one of them's gonna die, and uh, no. Well,
2: good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I, I what's, would. Oh, what's I was what's your my, rating? My
3: rating? I'd probably say um, <laughs> I'd say uh, four anal penetrations out of five.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, Past the KY.
2: <laughs> so. No, lube. I would say up to this point, this has been the best battle episode in this series because even the big Gen 1 finale, that mm-hmm. was just a couple of ships against the Vagans. Here you have two massive fleets up against each other, you know, mm-hmm. on a scale we have not seen and, in this series.
3: And Big Ring, man. Don't forget Big Ring. And that
2: you don't see often in Gundam anyway. You don't usually see these big fleet to fleet engagements. Mm-mm. So that was all good to see, along with Flitz's tactics. Um, just the ferocity of his battle when he realizes that uh, he's fighting Desil. And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna take you down, Dessil, <laughs> <laughs> You know, and that battle is just so well done with the music and everything, and and just the way that they're you know just tearing at each other it completely overshadows the fight between Asamu and Zehart blubbering at each other of i'm fighting for this no i'm fighting for this like i don't care go back to flit <laughs> whoop, whoop. you're too nice you should be fighting oh why do you gotta do
3: this it's like oh yeah i was the same way i was like man just go back to foot.
2: <laughs> trying trying to be uh, a char, oh. which uh to to borrow a phrase from um our sister show laplace's box uh, oh. one of those keith he described this as um Zahart's traits as being part of the charcotype. Charcotype. <laughs>
4: Ugh. That's awesome. <laughs> I
2: think that's that's quite fitting. I second that. That's that's mad fitting. So I I will give this episode four out of five impotent rages.
3: <laughs> so I guess that brings us to our next one.
2: Yes, which would be episode twenty three, the suspicious colony. I wonder Ooh. what this is about, guys. Oh
3: man, colony that might be suspicious.
2: <laughs> Possibly. So the episode starts with a familiar face we've not seen for a long time. Mm-hmm. The, the new Eternal Captain.
4: <laughs> Old Grodek, man.
2: Grodek. Woo. Getting out of prison.
4: It's like Shawshank.
2: So he's been in jail for this long. <laughs> And a very nice moment where the warden and all of the guards salute him as a true hero. Oh, yes. So, you know, they they know what the score is, these guys. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, you know, good good that he gets at least a little bit of recognition for, you know, um, what he did and um, the injustice that was thrust upon him. Mm -hmm. Yep. So anyway, um, the main thrust of this episode is Flit tells Milace that... They recovered some vegan wreckage from the last battle, and they discovered that some of the materials used in those mobile suits can only be found in the Earth sphere, and that they're from a company called Techno Solon in Solon City. Mm-hmm. So he wants the diva to go and investigate, and he's coming along. So they go to this colony, which is suspicious. No mm. doubt. And they send Milace to be the public negotiating face, while Wolf solid snakes his way inside <laughs> the facility,
4: he still got it.
2: <laughs> yes. And he discovers that, yes, indeed, there are Vegans in here, a whole bunch of them. And they try to kill him, but he manages to sneak off. Mm-hmm. So Flit gives orders for everyone to launch, but Asamu disagrees and says, you know, oh, if we fight in the city, people could be hurt. Mm. And Flit's like, follow your damn orders. But Asimuth has a little tantrum. He's like, I'm not going to follow me. I'm not going <laughs> to...
3: <laughs> Sounds like Psy almost. Oh. So he,
2: he, he runs off into the city and mm. Romare chases after him. So all of the other people launch. And, of course, they all suck. Mm-hmm. And even though they go out in their Adels with the Spallow equipment, which was made to fight, you know, um, with high maneuverability and, and be awesome. Right. They can't take down anything. And they're oh. getting beaten up by old Generation 1 suits that Flit could take down.
3: Good lord. They yeah. just look at him; They'd they, they be dismembered.
2: And meanwhile, parts of the city are blowing up all around Asamu. And he's just having his little, little bitch fest. And then <laughs> Romari talks some sense into him. And then he goes and fights. And the second he shows up, he destroys three mobile suits in less than a minute. Good god. <laughs> Which... I'll get to my problems with this, but <coughs> mm-hmm. let, me, let me finish up here. Um, so, yeah, as you would expect, Asamu gets uh, locked up in the brig for insubordination. Of course. And then at the end, Flit uh, goes out into the colony to go meet Grodek in a CD bar.
4: Oh, yeah. That's Shar's bar. It's Shar's bar. Uh,
3: Hell, yeah. <laughs> it's the same damn bar. Always- <laughs> Guys, you're from the Royal Guard.
2: <laughs> so neo your your thoughts on this episode
3: uh well i mean luckily it was booked end by the new eternal captain because this would have been an awful episode if it did not have that uh just for the fact of him showing up briefly just at the beginning of the ending um gives it a full point up so but yeah the um This is, uh, I'll be honest, Awesome really irritated me this episode. And I know that we're supposed to have, like, the why are we doing this? This is only going to hurt people. And I think he's, you know, he's feeling all inadequate after he saw his dad just basically save Earth (laughs) last episode. And, you know, he's thinking that he knows everything. And, oh, uh, he's just not putting it all together. It's like these people are collaborating. Yes, probably some innocent people are going to get killed. But more innocent people would get killed if we don't take care of something like this. So and then, you know, of course, Ramari. I mean, I guess her, her primary function on that ship is just to go run off and grab uh, Awesome when he's uh, having his little bitch fest <laughs> and and then sometimes as communications officer. But, um, yeah, I, I like the fact the funniness of um wolf doing the old solid snake in there. I was expecting him to break out a playboy or some smokes when he was getting he, uh,
2: agitated. He, he, he does such a solid snake when he's uh, hanging from the ceiling mm-hmm. that uh, his thumbs are drawn on the wrong side of his hands. Nice. Yeah,
3: yeah must have been farmed out to Korea, that scene, huh? Good lord. <laughs> solid wolf. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty interesting, uh, especially the whole big reveal that uh, there's some uh collaborators within the earth federation um with the vagans and as we'll see in these next episodes coming up uh some more of that comes out now i did think it was uh, th- at first i thought they were going to a rave when they said techno solon hell I was yeah like, wow that sounds like a rave huh
2: who's spinning <laughs> <Yeah>. there <laughs> <laughs> they encounter daft punk yeah <laughs> those must be oh. vegans. look at those helmets <laughs>
4: <laughs> they got excited for a minute, and then they ended up at a uh, low rent Anaheim electronics.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Very low rent Anaheim electronics. <laughs> but um, can't even do their double dealings properly. No doubt. <laughs> I'd have
3: to give this. Uh, I'd have to give this three uh, Grodek uh, highballs out of five. <laughs> this episode, like I said, uh, without him showing up, this is a uh, this is this is uh, well, it's it's um it would be. <laughs> it would actually be awesome level it'd be D grade because it'd be two oh, out of five oh, <laughs> damn.
2: okay uh so well
4: i i do i have to say that um seeing the return of hannibal Grodek uh was uh was was great it, it definitely was the highlight of this episode How dare you hey. hannibal grodak man man's man. a freaking hero he is man hannibal was too man <laughs> hannibal from the a-team man <laughs> Not not the historical Hannibal. I'm just talking. Or the chompy Hannibal. The chompy Hannibal. That's right. That's right. Um, but also uh also seeing uh Wolf break into uh old Techno Solon was uh was was de- definitely tickled me pink. What did get my ire up? Of course, is the same thing that that pissed y'all off when Awesome decided to have a fit of conscience at the wrong fucking time. <laughs> it's not even a. It's not even really a fit of conscience.
2: It's just, just a fit just, of stupidity. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It, it I'll hold my tongue for a second, but go ahead, Solbro. No, no,
4: it's it's cool. Well, uh, for the most part, though, I enjoyed this episode. I, I, I you know, it, it it was a little bit convenient that when he finally showed up in the in the mobile suit uh, in in the H uh, two, and he finally got his 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 shit together, that uh, he was able to take out those guys so easily. Oh,
3: well, well, we were, we were at it was we were 19 minutes and 30 seconds into the show.
4: <laughs> we only had a minute <laughs> and a half left, <laughs> and he just finally scrubbed all these yeah. all these jokers, and you know, the day is saved. You know, that could have been done a whole 10 minutes prior but yeah I, I i i gotta i gotta give this episode uh three uh awesome being a bitch <laughs> Out of five, because uh, yeah, he was he was he was a little bit uh he was a little bit pouty. He reminded me a little bit of uh, Camille during his worst period in in Zeta. So
2: yeah, you know, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but but even Camille had more sense in him than this because yeah. I don't think Camille would ever say like, "Can we think of a way to fight where people don't die?" <laughs> okay, this is just ridiculously naive because never in the history of humanity has there been a way to fight war where civilians don't die, and as yeah. far as I can see, never will there be ever. What Worst you calls can by the do,
4: populace, so oh, go ahead. Sorry.
2: What you can do is try to minimize casualties mm-hmm. wherever possible. And if uh, this chump had launched when he was ordered to and spanked those vegans in 30 seconds like he did, mm-hmm. then all of that stuff that blew up around him wouldn't have happened. <laughs> it would have. He could have prevented the very thing that he was arguing for.
3: Yep. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it, it's, it's very well, clear. Also.
2: It's very clear that these other chumps, Max and Arissa, are completely useless. Yes. Completely seat. useless. Seat warmers. They're in line yes. to be cannon kind of fodder. <laughs> and even even O'Bright, even though he's decent, he has mm-hmm. a crappy suit. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just completely nonsensical. I mean, yeah, Flit was kind of like, you know, just do as you're told. But at the same token, you know, in a chain of command you don't have to explain every single order to your underlings. You give the order and they follow it.
3: Yep. Yeah, that's one of the things that really kind of bothers me about this too is, you know, Awesome sitting there thinking like he can he can talk to his dad in this situation like he's his dad. No, he's the frigging commander-in-chief of the entire forces. The guy's telling you, go do this, you go do it. If you don't want to do it, then resign. Well, I mean, it's, it's
2: hypocritical because yeah. a few episodes before, he's talking about how he doesn't want to get special treatment being yeah. being um, Flit's son, but then he's... A- He's addressing him directly as his son. Yeah. Uh, to say oh, we, blah, 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 blah. you can't have it both ways.
3: You can't. Yeah, he, he wants it when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. You know.
2: You know if this was if this was uh, Unicorn episode four, uh, Bright would tell him like he told Riddy, You know, shut up with that. You're the one who's giving yourself special treatment. Go do your damn job and come back alive, and then we'll see about what happens.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah the flit flit should have did a, a Flit slap. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that would have been amusing to see. It but yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. he's, this kid was just such. I mean, I don't dislike Asamu, but this is him at his almost worst, worst in this episode mm-hmm. in terms of just sheer naivete and stupidity. Yeah, and bitchiness. Yes. <laughs> so I, I give this, uh, due to some other good aspects like Solid Snake Wolf and uh, Grodek, I'll give this three and a half suspicious colonies.
4: Nice. Grodek <laughs> saved it, man. He did. And Wolf, Wolf did his job too. He did yeah. his job too. Uh, especially when he was running and gunning. That was the best.
2: <laughs> so uh next episode, the last one for this part of the discussion, is episode twenty four, X Rounder. Oh Oh yeah. So um some points here. We have um we have uh old Asamu. He goes out into a colony and Zahar just appears out of nowhere. <laughs> And says, hey, you're too nice to be fighting in a war. And, um, you know, I can't be myself on the battlefield while you're there. So, um, you know, you better leave. And if you're not, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to shoot you right here. hmm And uh, Romari just has the most impeccable timing to always appear a dramatic moment between these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and a little fight breaks out. But then she cocks it up by uh, stopping Asumu when he grabs heart's gun and has it trained on him. Mm-hmm. And then the Zader just jumps out of a lake. Good Lord. From out of nowhere. I don't even know how the hell it got there. And as- uh, Zehart flies off. Uh, Asimu gives chase. And um, everyone else is getting spanked, as usual, by um, the Magician Zate. The-, the chumps that they are, having already lost a few pilots. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got the debut of the double bullet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. And using the double bullet, uh, Asamu spanks a couple of Magician's eights and uh, is, you know, a badass as you would expect when you get a fancy new upgrade to your mobile suit. But oh, not yeah, skills.
3: <laughs> but then, know, they, 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 they didn't. They didn't uh, revise the numbers though every time they showed up because after a while it was like Magician's five. <laughs>
2: you know. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I think it was the, like, Magician 6, and then they lost two more.
3: (laughs) Who, uh, uh, you know, who who went out quicker, Magician's 8 or the Strike Team?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Strike Team at least had skills. Yeah, they did. That's true. Some of the original strikes made it all the way to episode 51 of Victory. Sure did. Sure did. That is true. So anyway, um, something happens at the end. Oh, yeah and uh grodek is supposed to meet with flit and hand over information that he heard while he was in the slammer that there's high-level traders in the federation working with the vegans mm-hmm. but as he's walking down a dark alley he encounters a certain prince ali no <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know those gundams yeah wrong series but wrong same Yeah. he gets uh he gets shivved in the back Oh, and uh who should the shiver be the son of gira yeah, mm-hmm. from generation one the one who grodek said you know now you're like me and you will live a life of tragedy
4: <laughs> those words were couldn't could not be truer
2: yes so um old grodek he goes down he uh, decides to delete the information because he says it's better this way. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this kid, Alabel, well, he's not a kid anymore, runs off and he gets shot up by some uh, some men in black. <laughs> who are just using him to get to Grodick. And then Flit goes to meet Grodek and sees a crowd around the alley. And then he runs over and finds uh, Grodick just lying there in the rain dead. Ooh. And uh, obviously, yes, more trauma for him caused by the Vegans. Oh, yeah. So, Solbro, thoughts on this episode?
4: Well, it was it was definitely a solid one. Um, going right to the the meat of the matter, yeah. Grodek's out the way Grodeck went out. I mean, you, you knew you' was-
3: more, more cliches. I was at, <laughs> thinking for a minute there you're gonna be a sports coach. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He gave 110%. He did. But the uh, the other guy wanted to win more. (laughs) The way Grodek
4: went out, you saw it coming a long, long, long time ago, but I didn't think it would happen so fast after his reintroduction into the series. And sure enough, yeah, right before he's about to give some pertinent information to Flit, um, he goes and bites it by the end of a blade by the the, the crazy, uh, what's his name, Alabelle?
2: yeah he he got he got uh, lieutenant burning he
4: sure did he sure whenever,
2: did. whenever you come into possession of important information <laughs> oh, yeah. if you're not the main character you're you're doomed
4: crucial top shelf information yeah you're 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 finished and as soon as he uh,
2: his plan is <laughs> <laughs>
4: you can't continue but um yeah that was a touching scene when flit found him and um and you know because the man's pretty much like a second father to flit for the most part and um even though they spent a lot of time apart he had a big impact on flit's life and they they definitely paired up towards the end of his well, I'm, arc
3: i'm sure he went to go see him
4: yeah I, I, I would hope so and i'm sure he looked after him all those years just to make sure you know he was uh, you know definitely well taken care of even though he was in prison but to see him go out like that you know flit you know you could just see the rage in his eyes man just burning um, but uh, other than that, uh, the, the Magician's 8 reminds me of Ribbon's Innovators so much. Just reminds me of those assholes. I think from,
2: even some of the individual Innovators lasted more than an episode. They because sure did. <laughs> this episode actually is where the first two uh, get popped off, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe it was the last episode. I don't care because they're they're so useless. I can't keep bother. I can't be bothered to keep track of when they died. <laughs> I just know na- that they die at a rate of two per episode.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah. What are the names again? It doesn't matter what their names are. Yeah, it
3: really doesn't
4: because. <laughs> But, yeah, um, I, that, that little love triangle moment between, uh, Zahart, Flit, and Romari, it was good. It, it reminded me of, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam when, um, uh, Amaro, Shar, and Lala met up on the colony, although it didn't, uh, didn't, Except that Romari a
2: newly- is a completely horrible, useless character. Yeah, she's,
4: she's yeah. definitely not a, re- a
2: complete moron.
4: Well, I know, I know Paul would contest, but, <laughs> What? <laughs> being that his, uh, his, his hate for Lala, it's is pretty strong but um yeah romaria uh, yeah she she definitely uh messed up something that well, um needed I to I ha- I may hate lala but she was useful for the story that's true that's yeah. true romaria not so much but um me romari romaria what's
2: Romery, hey, ro- Tom- Romery, tomato- Romery, Funimation, Funimation, yeah, Tomato,
4: Tomato. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it it was a good scene, regardless. Uh, I don't know how he got that suit in the lake, but you know, well, this is gonna You know, sh- shit like that happens. Um, but yeah, it, it was finally a defining moment for both of them because they realized this is not going to end well, and you know, one of us got to take the other out. So it was it was good for that, and that cold shoulder later that he gave to uh, that o- awesome awesome gave to uh romari Ramar- um was was pretty telling so uh, i i like how things carry in the show but good episode man if i was to give it anything i'd, I'd definitely give it four failed uh, assassination attempts out of five
2: <laughs> Neo.
4: thank god for all the lack of subtlety
3: that this show has Mm-hmm. Thank God they didn't do... When Flit came up and saw Grodek laying in the ground, Gro- Grodek finally just came up and said, The Viggins are... It was just <laughs> cool that they just <laughs> had
2: death. It's good I that he was, was already dead.
3: I was expecting, you know... This was going to be like Trinity death where he's going to give them like every, everything that for the last 15 years, this is, no, that that was cool. And I I commend them on that for all the crap that we've given this show with its lack of subtlety. It's going full char and everything like that i mean uh that was cool and it was sad because um, mm-hmm. i'll be honest with you i didn't really wanted to see i wasn't really seeing i knew something was going to be up with Grodek, but I, I didn't expect him to go out this quickly after being released from the pen but um
0: <laughs>
3: you know it it, it it this worked out pretty well would have been cool to see him at least uh get to see the diva again or something like that but you know can't go can't go that route and yes uh, romari is just worthless and useless um this whole thing with um with z heart it's like i can't fight when i'm on the battlefield with you i'm gonna shoot you
2: in person which is a much easier thing to do
3: yeah i I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like, OK, you can't fight with this guy, but he's too nice and he shouldn't be doing this. But you have no problem putting a bullet in his face in front of you. Yeah, I don't like, even
2: understand what kind of sense that's supposed to make.
3: Yeah, I, I was completely <laughs> confused by that. But the, that's OK. Um, but, yeah, I mean, um, you know, we get to see, you know, Annabelle getting freaking uh, used and, uh, you know, kind of he gets his quick thing of poetic justice against uh uh Grodek, but then you know <laughs> gotta be careful sometimes when people what people when uh, there's people out there saying they'll give you what you want <laughs> <laughs> they usually comes back with a price uh, nothing in life is hey ruined. there
2: young vegan boy you want revenge
3: you <laughs> know that guy that killed your dad we can give you him we can deliver him to you yeah. why
2: because we're just nice shady guys in black suits
3: oh yeah man yes top men top don't man. you don't you trust guys in dark suits with sunglasses on <laughs> at, but, night. Uh, at night at night <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah a uh, pretty good episode uh had some some issues but you know other than that uh pretty good for the story and stuff and uh sad moment seeing uh, Groddak getting—it's always—it it always sucks to see awesome characters get uh, killed like this, but you know, um, uh, it had to have been done. So uh, I probably would have given it—I'd um, <laughs> give it at this point based on their numbers, three and a half out of five magicians, eights or magician. Eights.
2: <laughs> One got blown in half.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
4: yes.
2: Nice. So I, of course, was saddened to uh, to see Grodek go because I was kind of hoping it be a, uh, a Yamato situation where he's the uh, the grizzled old captain who comes oh, yeah. in and kicks ass. Oh, oh yeah. Like maybe they give him the diva or the other diva mm-hmm. type ship, the Amadeus, and he joins up with Flint and he kicks even more ass and Wolf and it's like good old days come back again. But then, no, not nope. to no. me. So, yeah, <laughs> Kinoade. Yes. So the only thing that I that I can take away from that about him getting kinowed is that Alabell's revenge was very short lived. Yeah, yeah. He didn't he didn't get to savor it too much.
4: No, the, the beef what? came full circle,
2: <laughs> and that circle closed maybe,
4: quick. Maybe what two blocks down? Yes.
2: <laughs>
3: Got to joy for like two or three city blocks. <laughs> yes.
2: Of course, uh, the other highlight of this episode was seeing the debut of the double bullet. And uh, we got to see Flit perform some uh, precision uh, knife for like a chef, cutting off oh, yeah. the head of a Dorado before it explodes so they can uh, capture that and, and have a look there at uh, what's going on in there. Oh, yeah. Oh. But uh, yes, it was sad to see uh, Flit go. But as good, I mean, Flit, I mean, uh, Grodek, as good as all that stuff was, the battle and the stuff with Grodek. It's kind of weighed down by this nonsense with Asamu and Zehart and Romari, which is just completely incomprehensible nonsense. Yeah, it's just... Like, is what, what is Romari doing there? Has she got the hearts for Asamu? Has she got the hearts for Zehart? Like, you just can't tell, and you honestly don't care because she's not an interesting character. Damn. This whole nonsense was the heart of, you're too nice to fight, but I'm going to kill you. Yeah. I'm going to put a hole in your head, because that's easier than just shooting a mobile suit. <laughs>
4: Far more gangsters to be honest.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just crazy, but of course it's offset a bit by getting uh, two more Magicians Eight spanked mm-hmm. as they should be. So um, yeah, what, what give,
4: they, what, what's so magical about them that they don't last?
2: <laughs> I guess so.
4: Awesome's going through them like toilet tissue. <laughs> they, they...
2: I, I wow. give this episode three three and a half shivs. Nice. <laughs>
4: Three and a half (laughs) Gensu's.
2: So uh, that's going to wrap up this uh, segment. We're going to take just a very short break, and uh, we'll be right back to wrap up this discussion of Gundam Age. You're listening to Gundam at Mahq.
0: Happy birthday. I don't know what to say. Well, you could say thank you. Thank you. God damn Jim. What the hell is the matter with you? Other people have birthdays. Why are we treating yours like a funeral? Bones that ought to be lectured.
4: I think just all the ground in DBC has been covered for the game so far. Um, I, I would like to see a different company get a hold of the DBC license and rock that shit. And there is a new game coming out, um, called Project Age that um I keep seeing videos for. And you not only can fight the Saiyans in their Saiyan form, you can fight them in their monkey form as well. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe you could have done that in the Budokai games too. I honestly couldn't tell you, but i um, only played so many. I played up the Budokai on the Wii. Uh, the first one that came out there, but I think they're good games. I, I think that the the Atari made ones are some of the best ones that have ever come out. I gotta give give props to them because I grew up in the age of the shittiest Dragon Ball games. Yes, yeah, I mean from the ones like I used to own a Sega Saturn and I had Ultimate Battle 22 on that shit. Let me tell you about a game that played like ass. That game <laughs> played like doo doo. And don't get me started on Final Bout because that game was. <laughs> yes, I would have put that game through a shredder. It's so bad. It, it was. <laughs> (laughs) worth a lot of money which is why I sold mine for like 80 bucks back in the day Yep. but man did that game play like garbage and I I sold it but I had a burn of it so (laughs) if if I wanted to torture myself I could still play that piece of shit.
2: (laughs) It's Shway. What did the anime addicts say when asked who would win in a battle between a magical girl and a team of Pokemon? Who doesn't want to spin around,
3: glow, and have all their clothes fly off? Anime. The battle stops when you do it, you don't have to worry about
2: getting shot, like no one ever thinks, oh my god, she's changing, quick, shoot her. Addicts. First of all, I would say that my Pokemon would not be enticed by your nakedness. 12 year old breasts and ass are not going to entice my Charmander. Anonymous.
0: I'm eating a sandwich calling
2: my bookie, (laughs) because I just stopped your ass podcast visit the anime addicts at www.aaapodcast.com and itunes
1: hey ricky how you doing <sighs> lee i see you got everything under control
4: man i'm gonna go downstairs and come. The- Gun-
1: damn, damn happened to rain
2: Welcome back to Gundam and MHQ. So we're back for more of the same. We're going to jump right into the second half of this age discussion, or I should say rage discussion, <laughs> and discuss episode 25, The Terrifying Mew Cell. So as it turns out, um, the head of that Dorado, which is where the cockpits are, the pilot was already dead, which, uh, given that the people are all fanatics, he probably took like a suicide pill. Mm-hmm. But uh, he had some interesting junk on him. I don't mean his junk. (laughs) And that is the helmet, which Blit recognizes as uh, something that forcibly draws out X-Rounder potential. Mm -hmm. But if used, causes brain damage after an extensive period of time. So Asumu, of course, overhears this and thinks that this is the easy answer to his stupid problems. (laughs) And then you got uh, the magicians, I guess at this point, six rambling. We're introduced to two character, two new, well, four new characters, but only two of them talk that are new. One of them is this uh, cranky chick who looks kind of like Emma. Yeah, yeah, she does. And uh, some other punk who uh, goes on about the beauty of things so much that it's like, what is this, is this the guy, the furry from Macross 7? <laughs> What's he doing here? Did he get reincarnated into this world? <laughs> staff so they're all bitching about Zehart and how much he sucks and how much they don't like his orders and uh, you know how they're gonna their honor is more important than the chain of command so Decile walks in and freaks them out he's like, hey, let's go have some fun mm-hmm. so he and a few of them go out on a zeta style unauthorized mission
4: of course
2: which I gotta say uh, even though Gundam has some pretty lousy depictions of militaries and chains mm-hmm. of command. I don't think I've ever seen a military where you have pilots so frequently uh, disrespect their superior and just show such rank insubordination <laughs> and suffer no consequences for it.
4: Usually on the enemy side, too.
2: But it, it's like they these people shit on Zahart so much. Mm-hmm. Like whether yeah. you like him or not, he is your commanding officer. You have to follow his orders. You don't tell him to shut up. You don't tell them to piss off. You don't fly off on your own. What the hell kind of military is this? <laughs> I Obviously, I... it's a cult of fanatics devoted to Iselkant, but still.
4: Yeah, there's got to be some military structure in there you somewhere. you got to have
2: some decorum here, for Christ's sakes. No doubt. <laughs> so, um, Decile and uh, some magicians, they, they go and they attack the diva, And everyone launches, except for Asimu, who, uh who wants that helmet. So he tells DK, like, hey, um you know, I, I need this this helmet so I could catch up to my dad and Zahart and please, please, and DK's like, oh, it's dangerous. You can't do that. <laughs> at least,
4: at least DK, DK confronted him, though. That's and the thing.
2: Yeah, but then he puts it in the equivalent of a paper bag. <laughs> Some little glass case with a lock on it. He so- then walks out of the room Leaving like some wrench in there next to said glass case, mm-hmm. which allows Asamu to <laughs> smash it and run off with the helmet.
4: Some things don't change.
2: <laughs> Once he took up the mantle in this episode of being completely useless. Woo man! So then uh, Asamu goes out, and uh, he's wearing the helmet, but he starts having uh, weird artificial X-Rounder reactions. And he uses this to, uh, to spank uh, Beauty Boy. Beauty Boy? <laughs> While at the same time, uh, Zehard kills uh, the Emma wannabe, which was great.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Wolf kills the Emma wannabe. And uh, I-, I love that he has, this, he has this line when he's killing her like, like, I don't care if people have some ability that uh, you know, lets them know what my movements are. And then he shoots her. Like, bye-bye, Emma Wannabe. (laughs)
4: Left it with no options.
2: (laughs) But perhaps the best embarrassment of this episode is that Desil wants to fight Flit so hard. Mm -hmm. But Flit refuses to even leave (laughs) (laughs) D.Va. And he uses the D.Va's weapons and maneuverability, which is not that much because it's a huge freaking ship, Mm -hmm. to completely hold Desil at bay and force him to retreat. Mm -hmm. It's like... It's like Flitz saying, Hey you you sad little bitch. I don't even have to leave my ship to spank your sorry ass.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he was a big cumbersome ship to hold him back. That's amazing.
3: <laughs> I just love the I just love the fact that he wouldn't leave the ship to mess with him. Like he's like just didn't want to be bothered. It's like you suck so bad. If I go out there you'll just be killed immediately. But
2: So some other stuff. Um O'bright, uh, ho, ho, ho. O'Bright, man, what, what a chump. Awkward chump. In, out of nowhere, in the middle of the hangar, asks mm-hmm. Remy to marry him. Man. After a few episodes of flirting, and she runs off in embarrassment. No doubt. <laughs> and um, at the end of the episode, a vegan fleet suddenly appears near Earth, uh, where Algraeus is there with a with the fleet and you know troubles to come, as you would expect hmm nice and uh you know right before that a little uh senpai to chump talk between <laughs> Wolf and where he tells him like hey man you know you just gotta like be your own man and, and do what you can do <laughs> leave
4: Very your expensive. mark on the world
2: yes so so bro your comments on this episode
4: it of course it's a it's a build-up episode for the most part but would um, you say
2: transitional oh boy <laughs> <laughs> I know you wanted to
4: in the truest sense.
2: <laughs> but yeah,
4: you can see that things are ramping up and um I love the the Super Pilot speech that uh Wolf gives uh awesome in the episode it's like Super Pirate? Be a super pirate. at pilot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, spoilers.
0: <laughs> spoilers I, indeed.
4: I saw in the Gundam Facebook group that someone drew, drew a 4coma of uh, a <laughs> flit like doing things and proclaiming to be like a super husband and a super chef or it's just it was just dumb but um you know he finally is starting to get it which is good he's finally starting to get the fact after the, his whole uh experience with the uh the x-rounder helmet he With he,
2: the the uh the abc after school special mm-hmm. equivalent of the teenager tries some drugs for the mm-hmm. first time and then learns <laughs> the hard way that they're bad
4: he, he learned a lesson winners don't use drugs man
2: says so on arcade machines (laughs)
4: Uh, arcade machines everywhere he finally got it he finally got it but he had to he had to try man he had to take that uh those steroids and and then he od'd on him and uh almost cost almost cost the battle but he finally got the message and uh it's good that him and wolf were were starting to bond because you know the the writing's on the wall but uh, (laughs) but Dessel, man he's up to his old tricks he was using this isn't this the episode where he was using pilots around him Again, no. as uh as cannon fodder. That's
0: next time.
4: Oh, that's next. Oh, you're sobering yourself. I'm I'm broing myself. Holy shit! But uh, it was good to see Wolf get it in. You know, taking out all sorts of those uh those shitty uh magicians' aids. I uh, whittling down the the hand to to whittling down the group to a handful. Um, always refreshing to see that, and you don't have to be an X X rounder to take out X rounders. You can just be a skilled pilot, and um, it's it's that old lesson from uh from Gundam Max, man. It's what uh what a uh, Garrett had to learn in that show is the same thing that Awesome's learning in this one. So it, it's good to see an illusion towards that series too, but a, a, a solid episode, man. If I was to give it a score, I'd give it three and a half um, X rounder helmets uh, out of five. All right, Neil. <sighs> well,
3: for all the stuff that we uh, for for the things with uh, DK that we um, we have said, <laughs> and for the way that he redeemed himself, um,
1: he went back to being a dumbass.
3: Oh my God! <laughs> what is you have you have your friend's dumbass kid who doesn't listen anyways because he's always getting locked in the brig and stuff like that. He wants this helmet that. Sh- he shouldn't be messing with and you leave uh the plum. you leave like mario's wrench next to it and then just yeah. walks out <laughs>
2: it, a, little, a little glass case with a little button that you press too yeah
3: and you don't escort him out of the room you just and say oh
2: yeah <laughs> maybe put under guard mm-hmm.
3: good stuff <laughs> oh my god i'm just sitting there and i'm just like oh everything you f- finally there was a soul bros man who broke the the shackles of being a Soul Bros man, but they're too they're too but they hard took to break. Them back
4: up again. Yeah, they just <laughs> dragged him back in. He must have overheard y'all talking. So at this point, he is still Soul Bros man.
3: He's oh, reverted. he's reverted back because we'll take him back. Uh. So,
2: so does that mean that that Max is still Soul Bros man as well?
3: Oh yeah, he can have two of this one. But <laughs> it, 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 it's just the fact that. Come on, DK, really? <laughs> I, I'm just sitting there, I'm just like, ugh. Oh. But yeah, I, I'm kind of with you too, uh, Chris. The fact that these Fagans, they hate on freaking Zhard so much, and they talk so much
0: smack against
3: them. But it's like, man, is there any... Is there anybody in this thing that it's like? Why are these guys even doing any of this stuff? They don't like this guy. Why don't they just try to assassinate him or something like that? <laughs> a little, bit more, yeah, a little <laughs> bit more interesting. Yeah, uh, it a little bit more interesting. And of course, um, yeah, more, more, more magicians' 8s.
2: <laughs> Not so many now. Not so now many magicians now. Four.
3: <laughs> yeah, and and uh, you know, unfortunately, you got the uh, the most annoying one—that chick. And uh, who who ends up, um, you know, being one of the last. So, uh, and then the the whole thing about being a super pilot or a
4: super pilot is uh, (laughs) (laughs) so silly. (laughs) Getting to Steve Rogers on. (laughs) I mean, I know know they're trying to help this kid out
3: of his funk, but come on. Really, Wolf?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's all he's got. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, the thing is, he always has to. He always has to humble brag just a little bit. He's like, you should be a super pilot like me. Hell yeah. <laughs> you, know makes it,
3: you know what makes it even funny is that even the Magicians 8 recognize Wolf's ability because they're sitting there saying, man, this guy the, uh, in this white suit is just – he's too good.
2: <laughs> but one of them uh, – no, it's like uh, – I think it was the, the crazy bitch Mink. She said, uh, you know, these, these are all pushovers except for the white one. Oh, yeah. Referring and, and, and to Wolf because Asumu had not launched it because he, he was busy uh, stealing that, that helmet out of the paper bag that DK put it in.
3: <laughs> and and you, you, know what's, uh, you know what's crazy about that? Um, if there's such
2: pushovers, why did you kill any of them? <laughs> yeah, you know, for being such... Wh- some of the worst pots I've ever seen in Gundam, they yeah. have an amazing ability to survive. These people are such chumps. And, you know, Arisa, for what little we actually see of her doing anything in, say, two or three scenes outside of being... a uh, you know, just a, uh, a wet blanket in battle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, she's so spunky, and she's DK's daughter, and you think, like, oh, maybe she's got some skills. No. Nope. Oh. Nope. And Apple Max is, is even worse. Damn. But but it kills
3: me though the magicians eight are sitting there talking all or the whatever they are at this point magicians five they're sitting there talking all this junk and it's like oh these guys are pushovers but you don't kill any of them
2: yes a
3: couple of your guys are lost yeah.
2: so, it's like who's a so pushover yeah r- real real set of elite x founders there huh so yeah I think um, aside from you know Asimus awesome stupidity
3: well I was gonna get my quick rating oh, it, what's it, what's your rating uh three out of three wrenches out of five, nice,
2: <laughs> you know aside from Asimu's stupidity, which which permeates this episode of his obs- just his obsession with uh with uh, catching up to zahart and uh, and his dad, and i gotta say with him and Zahart, i've never seen both an antagonist and a protagonist who are both so untruthful with themselves about their own motivations mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. because you know. Asamu is going on and on about how he's fighting to protect the earth and yada yada. But then he's forced to admit, no, it's just, I I just, it's a dick measuring contest. I need to catch up with my dad and with this kid. And Zehart's like, I'm the cruel warrior who doesn't like any of you and I will fight. But no, I really like you and you're my awesome friend. And you know, I don't. <laughs> Why can't we just be boys again? <laughs> so... I would, uh, I would give this episode um, three and a half out of five musels.
4: Oh. Because <laughs> they're terrifying.
2: <laughs> yes. Which brings us to oh, yes. the next episode, number 26, The Earth is Our Eden. Woo. So the diva joins up with uh, the fleet, and uh, they get themselves a little, little, little trick up their sleeves, the Photon Ring Ray. Mm-hmm. which does a lot of scientific gobbledygook to, you know, kill stuff. So they're going to deploy that. The battle begins. Zahar's out there fighting. Mm-hmm. Decile's out there. The Magicians Four are out there. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> the numbers keep growing.
2: Yes. And uh, Decile's so nutty that he spots the H2 and he's like, Oh, yeah, I'm going to take this guy down. And he's like, Oh, this isn't Flit. <laughs> yeah, but you already knew that. I would hope you would by now. And he's like, "I'm gonna take this kid down, and then I'm gonna go get Flit." So Wolf is there to help him out because Desil's crazy. Mm-hmm. So Desil, being the nut that he is, he uh, he uses um, his X-Rounder resonance to take over the uh, the suits of two of the magicians, and uses them to grab on to Asamu. But then Wolf blasts them both, and they blow up. Yeah. And he uh, he pushes um, Asamu away, but then Desiel speeds in and he runs Wolf right through after Wolf pushes Asamu to safety. Yep. So he gives uh, he 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 has enough left in him to give you know the dying speech of you know be super pilot, or be better than anyone, you know, rock on. And then oh, he yeah. blows up, which uh, sends Asamu into a rage. And uh Flit uh is is heartbroken by Wolf's sudden death, you know, mm-hmm. since they've been through so much together. So Asimu goes into Gundam Pilot Rage and uh he freaking kills Desil. Thank Ooh. God.
3: Ugh. It's the best part of the show.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. So at the same time, um the Photon Ring Ray fires rather impressively, but unfortunately the Vagans already have a shield to counteract it. Oh. Even though they're surprised that the Federation has finished it, implying that they already knew about it.
0: Hmm. It's
3: a good thing we got this shield. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> then uh, on a minor note with another subplot, uh, Remy tells Obright that, yes, she will marry him.
0: Oh. Which, oh, oh,
2: oh. Normally would give him lots of death flags, but mm-hmm. um, well, we'll see. It doesn't quite work out that way.
4: Oh man, the writing's still on the wall. <laughs> no, no writing on that wall.
2: Uh, <laughs> so, Neo, your comments on episode twenty-six.
3: Well, you knew it was coming. Senpai must die. Has to happen. And um, after you know the previous episode, where Wolf's helping him out with the super piloto stuff, and everything of course um he's got to go down but not before he takes out two more of this dumbass magicians eight or ma- magicians negative eight now well, now
0: it's <laughs> magicians two <laughs>
3: magicians two <laughs> i mean for, for for so many people that sat there and talked so much crap they died so pathetically and uh so that that was cool. uh, a group
2: and, of people never have i seen a group of people whose arrogance so exceeded their ability <laughs> no <yeah>. doubt
3: <laughs> oh my gosh but, um, and of course, uh, you, you also knew it was coming with uh, Pilot Rage, Gundam Pilot Rage. So, oh, yeah. and and it was, I, I was glad to see Dessel go. Like, it, it would have been, I guess maybe in the end, it would have been more appropriate for Flit to kill him after everything that he did to Flit. But the guy was so freaking annoying that... um uh that that he he just needed to go and the other thing is
2: and the, the funny big... thing is even at the end when he's being when he gets sliced up and shot he's still like it's not possible i can't lose i can't lose yes yeah, sorry dude like, um like, no you're not you're not special you are not uh, anything special at all you are a piece of crap you got shown up as a seven-year-old that's when you peaked <laughs> yeah. oh, obviously you have been you've been beaten every si- almost every single time you've fought but you don't seem to recognize this
3: <laughs> this guy was like he, he thought he was undefeated and it was like really how are you undefeated you're you're every time i see you you're getting beat
2: well to, uh, to quote someone else who wears goggles you can't regain what you never had
3: yeah oh, that's true geez. I mean, I mean, the only time he, he beat anybody is when he killed, what's-her-face,
2: urine. when <laughs> oh. immediately oh. after that, he got spanked. Yeah. <laughs>
4: That's when his downhill slide started.
2: <laughs> I'm saying but, he, plateaued, he plateaued at, at age seven. Mm-hmm. Damn, son. But no I one mean, ever told him that. And, and, and
3: then what's the other thing with the vegans? Why would you give his suit the ability to resonate where he can take over other suits
0: mm-hmm.
2: Wait, he what? got those two magicians killed those guys weren't even doing anything and nope. he got yeah. them both killed
3: for for no reason i mean he, he suit took,
4: jacking
2: yeah he and took then for just using <laughs> the sh- shield showing the further stupidity of uh the the magicians too mm-hmm. uh this this dumb bitch Mink. she wants to go over and Zahar says don't go over there she goes shut up oh Ooh. you dumb moron If you would give this guy a second to freaking talk instead of being so damn disrespectful, he would tell you that Dessil took over their suits and got them killed. And if you go there, you'll be next.
4: You'll be the end of the same damn
2: way. It's like, oh, my God. These people are especially her. She's the worst one of the bunch because she's Uh the longest lived and the most annoying. It's like, oh, my God. I want you to just die, you horrible, horrible woman.
3: yeah really (laughs) of of, of all the magicians eight she should have been one of the first ones to go she was just so freaking annoying but I, i i just don't get these people i i mean they're just the vegans they just are so stupid and retarded that you know it's like of course you're gonna lose you you're you're given nutcases big weapons of mass destruction and then the ability to use their little uh you know their little psychic powers to take over other people's suits and I mean, it was just, oh, just awful. And, you know, of course, uh, Flit with, uh, you know, Flit and the whole bridge crew, you know, because once again, it's it's the whole thing with the senpai factor. I mean, he affects the the lives of everyone, even the people that you never really see him, uh, uh, you know, interacting with. Mm-hmm. And, um yeah, the Wolf Squadron, they, they completely suck, and, and their patheticness is... I, I almost think that they're getting worse every as, as the episodes go on, because <laughs> they, they just seem... And it sucks, too, because it's like, damn, this poor guy, Wolf's got to... He's got to get killed. can he at least get killed in maybe the next episode or something? Can't, can't we get rid of Max or Orissa or one of these people? I mean, <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: do we really
3: need them? Isn't is, is it a sad state that we'd have useless people survive a war when we got a guy that's a true hero actually getting killed? but
2: ems them sends the shakes sonny.
3: yeah i I, i'd have to give this um (laughs) i'd have to give it about (laughs) three and a half out of five
4: okay man so bro well um i know y'all gonna hate me for this uh but i'm gonna put this out there right now i'll put my i'm I'm not afraid to put myself on the chopping block as i have many times before and And you will
2: many more times and i
4: have been wrong dead wrong many a times but i do not will not Cannot believe that Dessel's dead. They made it look like he died, but I have a strange, strange suspicion. They, uh, uh, I'll I'll explain my point. They show his suit blow up, but they don't show him. uh, They've shown many people's suits blow up, but a lot of people have survived in the show. Um, They didn't show him explode from inside the cockpit. Which showed him
2: inside was like "Ah!" maybe so, maybe so got sliced into tiny pieces and yeah. then got shot by the double bullets cannons but i didn't see a
4: bullet go through that head and that's my thing i didn't see him get dude, exploded you from are his nuts. i'm You're telling nuts. you i'm te- i think you are he's still around nuts hey 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 all i know is like
2: i didn't get a confirmed kill i i that dude in the last I'm episode is you aura, wrong right now just cuz that's so completely that's almost do. that's almost uh, hey hey that's I'll, I'll, that, that's almost suzaku did it levels of <laughs> Of craziness, buddy. And it's cool, but we've seen like other characters die. Come on, Chris. In- no, we, we, there we, is we No we did. ambiguity. There is no ambiguity about it. Okay. Come, Come right. on, Chris. I, I'm, I'm we just we, did, we,
3: did, we didn't see his helmet floating. Hey. Hey. hey exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah, helmets exactly. Floating. Helmets floating are such a sure sign of death and guts. <laughs> hey, hey. I I didn't see. I think you need to go back and watch that that scene again.
4: I watched that episode Dude, he twice. Got freezed. Just, he got frozen. He got freezing. <laughs> he
2: got frozen.
3: When when when, I, when the bright light goes and you see the person's outline fade away in it, uh huh. That's dead. I won't uh, be
2: angry if
4: I'm
3: wrong.
2: Even But even don't one you of the be angry if I'm right. Even when the magician <laughs> said yeah. to to Desil, I mean to Zahart, you let your own brother die mm-hmm. and uh heart's like, I'm going to do anything to complete Ezel Kent's plan.
4: Hey, hey. Uh, you know. And uh, I'm sure
2: they'd have some X rounder sense that another X rounder is dead.
4: Yeah, it's like. They- there will be.
2: but There's nothing why- left. Not even Kira could get out of that situation, and he's Jesus Yamato. Why
4: wouldn't they have shown him die from inside, though? They showed Mink. You know, I'm getting ahead of myself. But other characters who you're, get You're just probed. chasing
2: up a, a, a tree of. Of nonsense.
4: Hey, you, you 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 could be right, and I'm not I'm not sitting here trying to hey, you know trying what? to say that I could I, I'm definitely right here. But Let, let's I, see I've happens. got that feeling. Let's see what so, happens, Chris. We'll see what happens. I, I just uh, I like I, I'm I'm not I'm not afraid to put my neck on the line, so I'm gonna do
2: that. I'm gonna, do right, I'm gonna say if I, this. If I'm wrong, everyone on, on the forum on the server uh-huh. this episode, Blow please explain to Sobro how wrong he is <laughs> in great detail. That, that, if that anyone that, wants that, to do like frame by frame. Mm-hmm. Uh screen captures then mm-hmm. um you know do that too. Put me on blast please.
3: Uh, now now remember Solbro, bro if you are wrong the ridicule that you will endure will last the generation.
4: I, I've already been ridiculed to the end of time.
2: <laughs> no, King Arthur no, is never washing up. Okay, oh, wait, wait 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 So I, uh-huh. I had to queue up the episode just to tell you how wrong you are. Okay <laughs> See, explosions in the cockpit followed by a massive explosion exterior, which leaves nothing. Yeah, he's wow. dead. Dude. Not a trace of anything. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. Okay.
3: There's no helmet floating in space, Chris. No, so. no helmet. <laughs> Until he gets that, that helmet, that means there, he's, there's still a chance. Chris with the play-by-play. <laughs> Lord, hey, <man>. Lord's the has <laughs> got him and uh, put him in mummy uh, bandages right now. Ooh, he's, man. Took him off hey,
2: you, mm-hmm. I have to put you in your place because you're the charismatic one. And no I have doubt. to maintain my, my <laughs> domination and my assholiness at all times. Oh, man. Like I said, some things don't change.
3: <laughs> so I guess a generation three, Dessal come back with the, a mask on and mm-hmm. not have his memories and stuff, right? There you so, go.
2: A, a brain with a mask on is, is pretty much yeah. what he'd be. <laughs> If you survived that oh man so what what is your actual rating of this let's move the show along well yeah.
4: um i just just to just to make quick points uh yeah the, the death of wolf was as, as dramatic as it could get and um uh, he went out like a G, man. I, 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 it was sad to see him go. Uh, but it was good to see the super pilot finally emerge in uh, Awesome, man. X-Factor kicked in, and he just ran He ran into people's asses. Finally, he's coming into his own. So that was good. Um, other than that, um, it, it was a solid episode. If, um, being at uh, Wolf's death was the exclamation point. i got to give this episode four uh, four, uh, uh Mobile Suit Explosions out of five, man.
2: All right. I'm going to half-ass it, read my comments. I already said everything else. We're just discussing this right now. Sweet. So I'm going to give this four out of five Super pyrotos. Oh. (laughs) Nice. That brings us to episode 27, I Saw a Red Sunset. Mm -hmm. So picking up where the last episode left off, uh, Flit has launched in the H1, equipped with the Zephold launcher little missile pack, and he's trying to take down Downus before it can link up with this uh, colony, Nortrum, that is a base and also a production factory. So um, he fires off his missiles with the help of the useless wolf team. <laughs> but um, even though he cripples the fortress, it's still turning to avoid the photon ring's blast because uh, all of the Vegan suits are manually pushing it Very, very, uh, Shars counterattack-ish. Yeah. Sort of way. So, they're trying to, uh, fight off this, uh, this ship, this fortress, and, uh, Algraeus gets a, gets a nice little idea. He blasts a ship next to it, which then causes it to crash into the fortress. God dang. Which, unfortunately, puts it on a path towards crashing into the D.Va. Then the D.Va gets stuck in this fortress, but they can't blast their way out. So someone has to go manually change one of the doodaddies on the photon blaster cannon. (laughs) So D.K.'s about to go out, but Remy goes instead, Mm. (laughs) and she does change the doodad of the doohickey. No doubt. But then Mink shows up in uh, one of those uh, bridge-targeting shots. Oh, wow. But then Remy gets in the way and, and takes all the damage and then gets knocked aside in her little space pod. (laughs) <laughs> but so thankfully, um, the the D O'Bright uh, knocks her right into the path of the diva's cannon, and she gets disintegrated. Ooh. As the ship breaks free, and then O'Bright runs over to rescue Remy and uh, talks to her, but uh, she's dead by the time he gets there.
4: A few bullets too late.
2: <laughs> yes, more than a few. Oh man! So. Asamu um, decides that now he can be a savior and save everyone because he has finally become the super Pyroto. Oh, yeah. And uh, Flit, unfortunately, is in no situation to do anything because uh, low rent Wolverine went full musle <laughs> And did a little kamikaze attack, which only succeeded in blowing off the age one's arms oh, yeah. and denting the head a bit.
3: congratulations
2: congratulations low rent wolverine you have no regenerative skills
3: (laughs) I I, I mean at at least he caused more damage than Oliver did right (laughs)
4: yes (laughs) he caused more damage than Dessel ever did
2: (laughs) so that's that's actually true so Asumu he busts into Downis to take out the core Mm -hmm. because it's going to crash into earth and cause massive damage then Zahar shows up and he's like Hey, uh, you're never going to find your way around. You better come with me. So they hook up some colony destroyers to um, the core to blow it up. And you can understand why Zahart wants to do this, because Earth is, you know, the Eden that Ezel Kent wants to make. He doesn't want to see it get uh, spoiled by having his own fortress fall on it. Oh, yeah. But then him and uh, Asimu have a little conversation, and they get all buddy-buddy and shake hands like they're all friends again. Mm -hmm. Then they fly out together. And the fortress explodes, and a uh, fragment starts going towards Asimu. So what happens? The heart gets in the way, and uh, he gets knocked aside by it. And the the last remaining Magicians Eight, the Magicians one, <laughs> just <laughs> the magician tossed. at this point. The the only one who, who who the least insubordinate, the Dole. Dole. He um he basically uh, grabs the heart. And um, sort of knocks him away, and uh, gets sucked into the atmosphere and dies. Yep. <laughs> from old uh, fall into the atmosphere and mobile suit that can't take it disease.
4: Was the name of that dude from Zeta that that happened to um, Capricorn. Cap- Capricorn? Capricorn. There you go. He, he, he pulled the Capricorn. Capricorn.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then um, Asamu, he lands on Earth for the first time, and he sees uh, the setting sun. And uh as the fragments from Downus rain down on Earth, so too do the, all of these um vagin escape pods that are hiding in the debris, or sort of putting a little Asamu dice in there mm-hmm. and sneaking onto Earth. Which makes uh this guy uh metal wonder if that's what Ezel Kant was expecting all along. Hell yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, it's uh Neo. <laughs> <laughs> um
3: yeah it's uh it's interesting episode. Um yeah, I I definitely laughed when I saw Remy get killed. That was hilarious cuz <laughs> the way they the way they shot the um shot the, the little pod there and I I thought it was funny doing the old uh, o switcheroo on you. You thought uh Albright would would kick it but it was actually hilarious. talk hers. about
2: evading the death flag, huh? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah.
3: Um Yeah, a little weird there with z Heart and Awesome just all of a sudden. Like you said, you understand why he does it at the beginning, and then it's like all watered under the bridge, (laughs) you know, (laughs) afterwards. (laughs) And uh, somehow they were able to take, uh, what was it, a a year or two of all this uh, hatred and and nonsense and, um, you know, uh, make up in like three minutes. So yeah, a little interesting, and and it was pretty interesting the fact that you had all the skate pods, um, mixed in with the debris, and yeah, it does it. You know, I'm I'm with him. I I think yeah, okay, maybe this was the whole plan the whole time, and we shall see. But um, a pretty good episode. Um, some little weird stuff. Nice to see annoying people like Minko, oh, yeah. um, and and stuff like that. But um, you know. Uh, on, on the scale of kind of the intensity of the end of a, age one, and the fact that you know you think this would be even more of a, a, a little bit of an intense situation because you're trying to save the earth or or save it from um, you know having some mass destruction happen on it, uh, didn't really have it there. So uh, yeah, didn't did ha- even
2: compare to the previous episode in terms of yeah. the, the battle.
3: Yeah, it was just kind of generic. So I'd have to say probably. Three out of red sunset. Red sunsets out of five, because um, you know, of course, uh, the the title the title was reinforced at the uh, the last scene there, because he did. Awesome did see a red sunset. He did. So, he did. So.
4: So bro. Uh, all I know is that the boys are back. Finally, these two finally. Set aside their differences to work together for the greater good. Ossips and Zerhart teaming up. It was pretty cool. And they were both willing to, to sacrifice their lives. Although, uh, I wonder who the mysterious, uh, maybe it was, uh, York Dole. I'm uh, not York Dole, but, um. Uh, i forget his name now the guy in command of the vegan fleet um it was him that masterminded uh the escape for them towards the end of the episode when they set the uh the the space fortress to uh to yeah, explode it was a
2: little weird yeah that, that part yeah there. it was weird.
4: yeah it uh, that, that was cool though i mean i i'm sure we'll get an explanation as to what that is eventually but uh, or not or maybe not who knows Although oh, this, this show i'm i'm hoping we'll tie up a lot of loose ends and and bank uh, a lot of things they've established throughout the two series and the third one. Well, there's, the one there's always around. hope. There's, there's always hope. hope. Yeah. <laughs> I am the hope and dreamer of the group. I'm hoping. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, it was it, it was kind of cool to see the, although I didn't want to see Remy die, uh the, the, to see the game reversed where uh O'Bright's proposal was accepted and you thought they might be able to live happily, happily ever after. I'm thinking O'Bright's going to croak and if Remy is the one that ends up biting it and um, Dude, as to soon see as that she play got, out odd it was yeah it was it was was clear at that point but yeah (laughs) in the previous episode when she accepted his marriage proposal i'm still thinking that oprah going to get torn out the frame and it turns out that she in the very next episode croaks and um he has to live on you know as a widower or uh, almost widower (laughs) but um yeah it it was finally great to see earth being earth side on, on planet earth finally when awesome uh, lands on the planet and uh looks at the red sunset man uh, i 've got to give
2: this episode i 'd
4: say three and a half touchdowns
2: out of five all right so uh just to reiterate there were some good things in this episode, like seeing um you know the last of the magician's eight get taken out righteous the, kill the conclusion of uh this battle, but there are some problems like uh for example just zehart 's completely inconsistent change of heart yeah. I could understand Asamu because, you know, he's become super Pairoto and he's oh, let yeah. go of all of his petty jealousy and all that. But we, we don't see anything like that with Zahar. It makes no sense that he would suddenly just bury the hatchet, that he's the one who's been holding out that hatchet the whole time. And then he buries it for no reason. Yeah. So that's, that was kind of weird. And again, the battle, you know, it just wasn't as... I want to say epic, but it wasn't as intense as even the previous episode. Mm-hmm. So um, I have to give it uh, three and a half out of five sunsets. Oh, ho! all right. Which brings us to the last episode we'll be discussing today, <sighs> the end of Generation 2, episode 28, Upheaval oh. in the Earth Sphere. There you go. Oh, yeah. So uh, guess what, guys? We start with a time skip. Oh, hell oh, yeah. Great. So Another year down yes another year passes and it's now the day of courage which is the 41st anniversary of the day angel fell
4: how's mm. that the day of
3: courage i don't know because <laughs> wouldn't it be the day that they saved the earth from the falling fortress that would be courage but the fact that you got attacked it's not the day of courage oh. i
2: i i don't know doesn't 9-11 have some similarly like stupid, mistitled national holiday that was created out of it?
4: I don't know. Does it doesn't. I, I don't know. I don't it, know does. If it does. Okay. The question is what it is.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Let's, let's see a calendar here. Now that I've said it, we got oh, to see what it is. If it's even decided. on this calendar. Well, someone can tell me on Wikipedia because Wikipedia knows it's everything. It's always
3: right. Yeah, it's always right. Well,
2: it's not on this calendar. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, it's been a year since the last episode. Mm-hmm. and uh Asumu has taken, you know, the senpai tribute to a kind of a creepy place wearing an all white uniform and having painted the H2 all white.
0: Yeah. Mhm.
2: So, as uh he's getting ready to launch and uh fend off an incoming unexpected vegan attack, he recalls a conversation with Romari where she apologizes for being such a complete moron. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mhm
2: and uh, you know he apologizes for being stupid as well, sort mm-hmm. of and then uh, the prime minister, who was very briefly seen a few episodes ago, he comes out giving some speech blubbering about courage this and courage that blah 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 blah, and then uh, Flit shows up with some MPs and says hey you 're a traitor you 're going down while this guy 's giving his speech yeah, and mm-hmm. he lays out all of this evidence of um, how this guy's family, they've been producing prime ministers for many generations. And that uh, one of their family members was the one who orchestrated the Mars colonization plan. And then when it failed, engineered the cover up. And that uh, this guy has been an informant for the Vegan for so long that he used all of the money that they paid him to get himself into his position. Mm-hmm. So this guy's been found out. So, the Vagans decide to take him down because he knows too much about them. So, Metal launches in this, like, really bizarre looking mobile suit. I can't even describe what this thing is. It's got, like, a sword tail and claw hands. It's very animal, a,
4: animalistic.
2: <laughs> all these Vagans have been hiding on Earth for the last year, so they, they start attacking, and um, he comes to the capital to kill. Ulfanoa, the Prime Minister, and he kills a couple of Adels, which of course, as all Adels do, just stand there and wait to be killed. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and again,
2: I'm referring to the mobile suits, not not the British singer.
0: Oh.
3: <laughs> so, but she'd probably just stand there too.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then he very slowly marches across the field instead of, you know, like, blasting Ulfanoa and Flit, which allows uh, Asamu and his wolf cosplay to show up and be he him yes. down. <laughs> so uh, basically, uh, Metal gets taken down and Ulfanoa uh, is hauled off, and he's like, But I was negotiating with Ezel Kent on behalf of Earth, and there can't be any compromise without me. And Flitz <laughs> like, Chill, it's all right. I want to exterminate those bastards. It's
4: cool. With the hate in his eyes
2: so then <laughs> Flit leads a purge committee that takes down tons of high-ranking people who had ties with the Vegans mm-hmm. and a whole new government gets put in place military undergoes a massive shake-up and then for some unknown reason well other than the fact that we know that they have to Asamu and Romari get married oh <laughs> the,
4: the contrived the contrived marriage yes <laughs> <laughs> loveless so let's
2: not start that debate again oh man 4chan knows all so Solbro, uh your thoughts on this concluding episode of the second generation of age it's finally great to see the uh the veil ripped off the conspiracy that's been
4: going on and um all the work that uh that Grodek did finally come into fruition
2: yeah um, but how is that even possible i'll I-
4: I don't know. I guess Flit, Flit may have backhacked that, that phone and, and got the data. Who knows? All I know, it, it was straight gangbusters with Flit coming in there with those with those MPs, man. That was the best. And then he just showed this dude up on national television and just spilled the whole beans. It was, it was just finally great to see the light shined on that. I was wondering where uh Homegirl was. Uh, I forget her name now, but the captain of the... uh. Of the of the diva, uh, Yeah, Malice. Thank you. you mean,
2: anyone um, on the diva who didn't yeah, show up in this episode? Yeah,
4: nobody. <laughs> this episode was lacking uh, closure for those characters, but who knows? They might pop up in some way in the next series. Um, White Wolf Osano, man, I I gotta say, I like that. I like that color for the H two. I think it, and and his even his uh his normal suit
2: doesn't look, it strike you good. at all as like being really creepy? Nah, I mean he
4: Wolf really did leave his mark on
2: an Osano and i guess it's his way of memorializing it. okay him. let me ask you something uh What's you that? have a very close friend who influences your life yeah he dies do you start wearing clothes like his do you paint your car white like his no but because it's creepy well what about uh what about
4: hikaru in uh Macross flying uh Roy's old uh, uh he inherited
2: it, it, that specific plane he yeah didn't repaint another plane in those colors he inherited the actual plane
4: uh, maybe it's just a, a ploy to sell the that version of the mobile suit oh, oh you, you know saying? it who, is who, who knows but,
2: but <laughs> it's
4: creepy i dug it's it weird. It's i dug it he carried on that tradition so creepy as it is you know it's his way of keeping him alive you know it wasn't like he was doing it but when the guy was alive it was after he died that he chose that way to memorialize him so I don't know how long that phase last, uh, lasted for, for well, uh, Asano. Fact, but... a
2: year later, he, he's, he's freaking dressing up like this guy. And in this <laughs> pirate manga, which is another nine years later, the suit is still white. That's it's, it's a little creepy. Hey, uh, what More can than a you do? <laughs>
4: uh, all I know is uh, uh, it, it, it struck me as cool. And I guess I, I'm the man standing alone on that one, as usual. Uh, it's yes. Sobro being weird as usual. Awesome. Um, Zahar goes back to Ripley's sleep, man. Back to the Ripley's sleep. He, he hasn't aged a day. Uh, uh, but yeah, that marriage between, uh, Awesome and Romery, Ro- Ro- uh, I guess, uh, was, obvious that was going to happen um it is kind of abrupt at the same time because the show moved so fast you didn't really get to see the build up to that but it's cool that conversation they had when they were at the uh the spaceport um the the the, the dialogue they had between the two things got settled between them both so it was good to see that uh metal was a son of a bitch <laughs> and, and that suit was is, as weird as it was was doing some serious damage i guess the only person that could take him out was also but um he even got his moment in the sun and and it went out in a blaze of glory. He got to see his little Eden before he uh he he blew up. But a good episode, man. I I I'd give it a I I just like I like the information dump. I'm I'm all about information dumps. I, I don't know why that is, but I'd give this episode uh four information dumps out of 5. Oof. Wow. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well well, well no. damn. I guess I I guess E-o. I am alone.
3: Um information dump, huh? Mm-hmm. Something was getting dumped.
2: Oh. Yeah, there was a dump.
3: Yeah, yeah there yeah. was a dump. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, a dump in my eyes Ooh, because yes. this uh, this episode shat all over it Damn. because uh, this episode is awful, dude. It wasn't. I don't even know why we had it. Okay, yeah, it's cool. We get to see the purge of the of the Vagan collaborators and stuff. But mm-hmm. couldn't we have done this in a little bit better way? Much as I like, Flit, the going up on um, TV and saying, hey, we figured, we figured out you're the guy and, you know, come with us wouldn't you just wait for the guy to come off the stage and then just grab his ass right there? We, we've had
2: this discussion before about this very same issue.
3: <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, Way back when. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 the, and the fact of... In this exact same mark. <laughs> and, 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 and let's be honest. The only reason why the Vegans even know what's going on is because they do this stuff on TV. I mean, if they it's, didn't do it on TV, it would have been no, they wouldn't have known. that. Yeah, they might have attacked later when they found out in the news, but, I mean, it was just like, really? What is going on here? And um, yeah, the 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 senpai love is just a little bit too much. I mean, it, it, it would have been full creep though if he would have adopted the same hairstyle, which would have been, should <laughs> have been really funny.
2: And dyed his hair white.
3: Yeah, dyed his hair white. And um, yeah, the um, the whole uh, oh now now we're getting married thing. Um, y- you knew more about uh, Woody and Matilda's relationship than you knew about these two. <laughs> wow (laughs) and um yeah it was
0: uh
3: (laughs) well hell at least you knew what the hell was going on there Mm -hmm. it was like all of a sudden now it's they have a quick little thing at the spaceport and next thing you know they're getting married it's like where where'd this come from um but i mean i i understand love at first sight and all this but there was just no there was nothing throughout that it was that this was going to be going on at um, least
2: with flit and emily you had the much more plausible like childhood friend becomes lover yeah. scenario oh, yeah. which is something that obviously does happen a lot but this is just completely contrived and it, it only it only happens because you know it has to because keo looks exactly like her
3: yeah, yeah. and and the, and the whole episode just seemed really rushed i mean there was just a lot of i mean i can understand information dump but just just I mean, just throwing stuff all over the place. Just oh, this is happening. This is happening. I'm just like, okay, that happened, but why did we have to wait all the way to the end here to do this? Couldn't you have put this in a little bit more? I mean, I don't know. It's just the, the pacing. The pacing of the whole um, of this whole generation was just very odd, and it almost comes to the point of maybe there should have only been two up, uh, two generations instead of three, and um, because there's just. I, there's a lot going on, and okay, I, I understand the whole conspiracy thing with the, the vegans within the Earth government and stuff. But if you're mm-hmm. going to go that route, at least give us give us a little bit more. I mean, I, I don't need full dissertations of everything that's going <laughs> on. But the way they just make it is it's just it just seems really rushed and it, it shouldn't have to have been
4: that way so but the whole arc being being as rushed as it is I, I i this arc, if they if if they did this arc over again they should have made it longer um they i think this arc got shortchanged on or a whole tr- lot of episodes not include it
3: yeah uh, but um yeah um my my rating is <laughs> it's it's gonna be two and a half uh flushes <laughs> Yeah, flushes out oh, of... No, uh, no it's uh, two, two, two and a half uh, white normal suits out of five. Oh. So, Chris?
2: <laughs> yeah. This episode on Disagree with Soul Bro, it's, it's pretty much a mess. You know, information dumps mm-hmm. usually okay. are a bad thing because they're not well-written and they're literally just dumped on you. Yeah. You just have, number one, yet another time skip. The third time skip in just this one generation. Mm-hmm. All, this other scups, all this other stuff skipped over... All these, other episode, all these other characters who don't appear in the episode. So we've got this situation of Olfanoa is the traitor and Flit says that he got the information from Grodek. But that's a lie. We, we even see a flashback of Grodek deleting the information again.
4: <laughs> so uh,
2: either A, he reconstructed information somehow, but we we're not told that. CSI. Which is pretty important. <laughs> Number two... He got the information from somewhere else, but wanted to give Grodek the credit for it to sort of like help, uh, you know, his reputation. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't see an explanation for that. And um, just the whole episode feels really, really rushed, as does this arc. You know, we had all of these dumb episodes in Fardane in the first generation that Mm -hmm. could have been better spent fleshing out the necessary aspects of. Second generation. I mean, this this denouement here should have at least been two episodes. Yeah. There's way too much stuff happening. And while that conversation with Romari in the spaceport does repair the relationship a little bit after her stupidity, mm-hmm. it does not give off any vibe of these two characters are falling in love. Other than the fact that I already know she has to be Keo's mother.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And uh, then there's the other issue here—the whole thing about Flit saying he wants to exterminate the vegans, Mm -hmm. which is supposed to be this shocking thing of—it's like, oh, he's a Gundam protagonist. He wants to exterminate a whole band of people. He wants to commit genocide. The problem with this is—and this is a problem with the writing—the show does not give us any reason to be shocked by what he says.
4: Yeah, I wasn't shocked at all.
2: (laughs) Meaning, he's been saying it the whole time. We have never, well, I know, but he says it publicly in front of the whole world. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but there's nothing shocking about it because you kind of agree with him because oh, every yeah. single vegan we've seen up to now is a psychopath. <laughs> even, <laughs> even Zahart, who uh, is not, you know, like a, a baby killer, mm-hmm. he still, in the end, is fanatically devoted to Ezel Kant's plan. Yeah. yeah, And then this guy, Metal, who seemed like sort of just uh, kind of a moderate guy there doing his job, had a woman a few episodes ago where you know, he said he's going to go back to, to Mars to be with his wife because she wasn't in cold sleep and now she was getting old and dying. Mm-hmm. Makes him seem like, a, okay, so he seems like a, just a normal guy. You know, he's in the military. He's got a wife. He wants to go see her before she dies. But even in this episode, he's like, Kant is awesome. You guys all suck. Blah. <laughs> So where are there any sympathetic vegans to counteract Flit's notion of let's exterminate them? They're all that we've seen so far either psychopaths like Desil and the Magicians 8 or they're just uh, easel cant freaks who have drank his Kool-Aid.
4: Uh, when it comes down to it, the vegan takeover of Earth is going to result in two things: either the wiping out of uh, the the populace that's there, or subjugating the populace. So you know you got to stand with Flit on his reasoning.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, what he's saying is a terrible thing because he's advocating genocide. But yeah, we see no reason to believe why the vegans shouldn't be exterminated because mm-hmm. they're all crazy. Exactly. Yeah. They're so all
3: really crazy too. Yeah.
2: The show I think really fails in this respect of not showing us any sympathetic vegans because we're supposed to be shocked by what Flit says, but that's not, that's not the reaction. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, they all are crazy. They're the ones who keep attacking Earth. They're the ones who keep ceaselessly killing tons of civilians. They're the ones who are causing this whole mess. They're the ones who have rejected every peace offer. Why shouldn't they be exterminated? They are an existential threat. Yep. They're without reason. In essence. So you know why not kill them? And maybe the third generation is going to show us some sympathetic vegans, but I'm not it's holding kind of my breath. Kind too late for that, yeah. you know. It, that's that's like 60 years into this conflict. That's when you start showing the sympathetic characters. That's <laughs> kind of messed up. They should have been doing so from the beginning. And you can tell they kind of tried that with their heart. but mm-hmm. again, he's an easel can't freak.
3: And, and the only and the only reason why the um, vagans haven't gone in and just exterminated all their humans is because they don't want to damage the earth because they want to go there. If they, if they, if they, because they, they're in the same situation, they want all of the earth people gone and it's just, just for vagans. So yeah. it's, it's, I,
2: don't
0: know.
2: I think uh, age two definitely got the short end of the stick because mm-hmm. it's the shortest arc of the three. Yep. And even before having watched that first episode of age three, It kind of became clear that, uh, you know, 50 or so episodes is just not enough for a three generation storyline. And I kind of wish that they had just done a two generation storyline and split it down the middle. Yeah, because the character development really suffers on all accounts. Look at, um, you know, all the people on the D.Va, the wolf team. You know, they're all just um,
0: there. they're
2: just there. (laughs) <laughs> they're crappy pilots
3: and Malays. <laughs> do Ma- Malays is Malays now is the captain and she and- does
2: nothing she has not a single scene of any development of you know what's happened to her and her life over the last 25 years yeah
3: once, well, once not only that on. but not only that she d- i think she gets less screen time in age two than she did in in age one it, yeah. it was like she was she's the captain too. she
2: was she was the Mirai in in age one and the bright in age two but she got less screen time
4: yeah yeah which is a shame because I, I thought a character would 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 advance further in the series, and she just was in arrested of development as soon as Flit stepped on board the diva <laughs> she 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 went back down to Bridge Bunny you know just in a captain
2: 's hat yeah, so i I wish that we'd had you know say like a twenty five episode split for two generations, and that had been the whole story because again you have to kind of wonder. Why is it that um, the vegans keep waiting twenty five years to keep doing all of their major things? What's up with that? <laughs> I guess it takes them that long to regroup. <laughs> if so, they're just they're just that freaking stupid and incompetent. Which. You know, they've shown, you know, for all of their awesome technology, God, are they so stupid and incompetent?
4: Yeah, they're they're poor using it.
2: (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, I want to make it clear we're not slagging on the show now, and Mm -hmm. I don't want to give any ammo to all of those like, oh, now you're you're crapping on the show, and now you see that it's bad, and we were right before. No. No, we were we were against prejudging and and we said it on the podcast if the show sucks then it sucks but we're not going to say that beforehand and the show doesn't suck it just has some serious problems with um logical flow and consistency because of the fact that they're rushing through these generations at such a brisk pace so i'm hoping that the third generation being 20 plus episodes has enough space to tell its story and breathe and not be in the same situation that we had especially with just this last generation
3: the vegans are making the uh the Xeon look like uh, just uh, <laughs> the, the most intelligent most uh uh greatest strategist ever
2: yes so
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that with with series three it will help to justify some of the decisions they made for Series 2, although it's it, there's there's not a lot you can do to justify it, but... Um Whatever loose ends they left untied in season two, or whatever um, short whatever shorting they did to the episode length of season two, um, hopefully it'll bring it about to season three, because we know that we know that Awesome's still around, so his character is going to continue in some way, shape, or form. And you um, know, when uh, when when we start reviewing season, oh, sorry, generation three, um, hopefully a lot of things pay off, and and we'll look back on this as a whole, at, at this whole arc, as just a. I guess just a a, an aside that uh (laughs) that um that fell on some levels but wasn't on others.
3: We'll probably just feel it. We'll just kind of treat it at. Hopefully everything works out where we can just kind of treat this as we do like the first uh, what.
4: 14, 15 episodes of Double Zeta.
3: Oh, yeah.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's just there. um. A a lot of movies and a lot of TV shows' second act kind of suffers, and it looks like this suffered quite a bit, and uh, maybe they figured out the direction they want to go for season three. So uh, that's my hope.
2: uh, To wrap this up, I will give this episode... Three out of five contrived weddings. (laughs) And interestingly, uh, since this is relevant, we have a poll running on MHQ right now Mm. you can vote Mm. on. What did you think of the second arc of Gundam Age. And just so you all know, this is a completely scientific poll that even Gallup would endorse. So so this is science right here.
4: Okay, It's it's science.
2: (laughs) Okay. So again, the question is, what did you think of the second arc? Better than the first. Forty-seven percent. Wow. Mm-hmm. About the same as the first, twenty-nine percent. Worse than the first, twenty-five percent.
4: Ooh, man, I'm in the minority. <laughs> for now.
2: <laughs> who knows? Who and just knows so in you know, there was a comment here. Oh. I'm not going to say who it was, but you guys can see for yourself if you want to those 42 people who think it was worse are morons second arc rocked acid. you all know it Ooh, there you have damn. it science science so,
3: <laughs> so that so, so that so that is with the internet right you don't agree with my opinion so you're you're an idiot <laughs>
4: pretty much yeah so, well awesome well that, that i guess that uh that wraps up our our uh That's the note that we end on as all.
2: Stupidity. (laughs) (laughs) Up
4: to that note, to the future.
2: (laughs) So that wraps up this discussion of Gundam Age twenty-five to twenty-eight, bringing an end to the second generation. Of course, the episodes will be back to start talking about the third generation. But until then, you're listening to Gundam at Mahq.
0: I'M NOT FINISHED WITH YOU!
1: Gun- In a world where vivid flashbacks can strike without warning. In a world where a submissive adolescent must pilot a giant humanoid robot to save humanity. In the same world where a two-legged quadruped can run leisurely at the speed of sound with the aid of jewelry. Only one podcast can discuss this with their sanity intact. And this is Not That Podcast. www.ssapodcast.com The Ass Backwards Anime Podcast. Oh wait, I was supposed to use that voice in the beginning. Uh, Let's go again. I can't believe Game & gave Gears of War 3, a 9.4! Ugh, those guys have rocks in their head! It clearly deserves at least a 9.6! Bro, why do you even care? Modern
2: Warfare 3 is a far superior game in every way!
1: You guys are still playing with your consoles? Please fully immerse yourself in true PC gaming!
2: Are you sick of Nerd Ragers making you feel like your games don't matter? Or do you feel
1: like professional game magazines have sold out and only cover major releases? Sure you are. So join us here at secondopiniongames.com and let us make your video game conversations
2: fun again. Our main podcast focuses on all gaming news, big and small. And don't forget our other podcasts where we talk about video game collecting, fighting games, the best games you've never played, and other just mindless and mindful ramblings that entail what our main focus is. Let us be your first stop to Second Opinion. So stop by secondopiniongames.com. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher
1: Radio. Hey, buddy, I'm not paying you to hear your thoughts on life. I'm paying you to sing.
0: Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen
1: to every damn word I have to say! Transformers, more than meets the eye. Autobots waste
0: their battle to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons to destroy the
4: Saga continues. Welcome back to Gundam at MAHQ, episode 101. We close out this episode as we finally review the remaining episodes of the second generation of Mobile Suit Gundam Age. That's right, the Adventures of Awesome. Uh, they have come to a close, and uh, we'll be kicking it off uh, sometime soon with reviews of uh, Generation 3. But uh, before we close out, anybody have any uh, last words to say?
2: Well, uh, to those who are wondering where the mailbag is, I'm on a tight schedule today, so no time for it, so uh, watch for it next time.
4: Don't worry. Well, I'm sure we'll have another mailbag blowout sometime in the future, too.
2: Signs point to yes. Signs point to yes. <laughs> uh,
4: no, nothing here. Well, um, definitely check these websites when you have a chance.
2: Head on over where
4: the magic happens, mahq.net. That's the Mecca and Anime headquarters. Also, you can check out Gundam's main website at Gundam.net. That's right, it's spelled as it sounds. Also, you can find us on iTunes, Facebook, and other forms of social networking. If you look for those links, you'll find them at Gundam.net as well. After listening to this episode, you should definitely check out Chaos Theater. And you can find it by going to chaostheater.blogspot.com. A jack-of-all-trades otaku podcast hosted by MAHQ and Gundam's own Chris Guanche and our favorite pedal bear south, Pedro Cortez. And I've got one big shout out to the birthday boy here on the show. That's right, Chris Guanche. His birthday is coming up by the time this episode airs. It'll 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 just be passing, but um make sure you guys go to the thread for this episode and wish Chris a happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, sir.
2: Well, thank you very much.
4: Happy birthday,
3: but you should but you should like get him age more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you suck. That- is that your present to me?
3: Yeah, happy birthday! But you suck because you don't like
4: kind of age. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a deep present, Neo. That's a deep present. <laughs> hey, that's that's the internet's present to you. There you go, man. <laughs> happy wishes to you, sir. And um, if that's it, unless it's a ten, it's nothing. <laughs> it's all bad. Unless hey, the boy. score is ten, is it ten or one? <laughs> There's no in between. Nope. But um, that's it for this episode of Gundam at Mahq. We'll see you guys next time.
0: Presenting His Imperial Majesty. Huh? huh? Well, that's not. Where's His Majesty? Yeah.
1: What the hell? What? It can't be. But how? The There's no way.
2: Greetings. I'm Lelouch vi Britannia of the Royal Family, 99th Emperor of the Realm. Good Lord. How can this be?
1: it's really you you're alive
2: yes sister i am
1: i've returned from the depths of hell intact lelouch how good to see you when Nanali was located i figured that you would be found alive too but now aren't you carrying this joke a bit too far that's the throne of our father charles z
2: britannia the 98th emperor no longer lives and i'm the one who took his life (gasps) therefore that makes me the next emperor what are you saying
0: He's guilty of murdering our emperor! Uh
2: Suzaku, but why? May I introduce Suzaku Kururugi, my knight. A knight of the round above all others. I grant him the title Knight of Zero. Suzaku? They're working together? Lelouch, Sir this just won't do. Pulling a bad stunt like this on an international broadcast. Do you think so? Let me make this easy for you all to understand. Acknowledge me as Emperor! Lelouch, I insist that you stop joking
1: around like right We hear and obey your majesty!
0: All hail Emperor Lelouch! <laughs>
4: At MAHQ is a Shinjuku station and MAHQ.net joint.
2: I am starving. I haven't had lunch since yesterday, so I'm going to head over to Callahan's. Oh, no, 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 don't go there. They totally skimp on pickles. Let me go to Big Head Joe's for you. They have the most... Insane burritos. I don't much go for ethnic food. No, 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 trust me, they have one that's called the Meat Tornado. Literally killed a guy last year.
0: You had me at Meat Tornado.
2: Andy, this was delicious. It's awesome, huh? It's a whole new meat delivery system. Thank you, son. What do you say we go out to the parking lot, and run a few pass plays to burn off the calories? You are an unstoppable good idea machine!
0: <laughs> I like Andy. I'm surrounded by a lot of women in this department and that includes the men.